In the words of Guinea Juan, drop your socks and grab your cocks. Episode 33 is coming in guns hot. This is Taking the Cynic Out, folks. I'm Jeff, and on this podcast we have Bruce, as always, and a special guest, Scotty Monahan, who is uh, filling in for Guinea Juan, who's out west exploring the great wide open. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. This is a real fun one. Talk a lot about different movies. Talk about the filmographies of legends Jim Varney and Dabney Coleman, Rip Torn. We get into a little bit of everything. We uh, debut our newest segment, Conspiracy Killers, and uh, we kick it off with the topic of Area 51. It's been in the news recently because of the raid slash massacre that's going to occur in September. So it's a good one all around. You'll just have to listen and enjoy. Eat your eggs erroneous and stay tuned because what else you gonna do? You gotta get on that dick. We got pessimistic minds, minds optimistic farts, offended. Time that you depart. Bunch of dicks from Baltimore. What the fuck is going on? Taking the cynic route. Oh, so, welcome. Welcome back to the Octagon, fellas. If you notice, we are missing the, the uh, baritone parts, because Guinea Juan is out west. I know, I, I almost feel like I, I'm cheating on uh, an especially retarded girlfriend uh, <laughs> by, by not, having, kind by of not having Guinea Juan around. But she'll, she'll never find out. <laughs> His loss is our gain. You know why? Why? Because we're here with Scotty Monahan. Yeah, I'm back. He's back. Back and in New York. I should have had this ready. Probably. Sorry. All right, <laughs> that's, let me do that again. That's, that's the kind of show you can expect tonight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Nothing but the best. We do that again. We got Scotty Monahan in the house. All right. There you go. There we go. That's more like it. So, and as always, they call me Bruce. And I am Jeff, and this is Taking the Cynic Route. In case you couldn't tell by our uh, opening rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you could understand what we were saying. Usually not. At least it was in English this time. <laughs> yeah, that's far better. Oh, nice. <laughs> Whatever. Did you try one in, in Foreigner? Guinea, uh, yeah, Guinea yeah, Wan. Yeah, Guinea Wan tried one in Foreigner, <laughs> and uh, it did not go over well, I don't believe. He sang it in Italian. S- and- sang is an overstatement. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, he, yeah, he mangled two languages at once. <laughs> is more along the lines of what actually happened. Boppity poopy, ring it a boom. Yeah, it's almost like he's here with us. Yeah, like oh, yeah. If, if anything, his beds are probably more entertaining than. Yeah, I mean, he could totally be here, quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote. Like so, 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 Guinea Wan, what, what's you know what's what's been going on since we've last talked? If it gets really bad, I will, I will pull off. I've pulled off before. Have you? That's crazy. Why would you do that? I'm gay. Wow. <laughs> Bombshells. <laughs> it's the kind of hard hitting uh, emotional journalism. You know, I just learned uh, for this new Toy Story, and I was wondering about this because for three, uh, they had to get a new Slinky Dog because Jim, oh, yeah, Jim Barney died. He oh. died. And I was wondering what they were going to do about Mr. Potato Head. Pause for a second. 
I never realized that the fucking slinky dog was Jim Varney. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's a Ernest. Yeah, it's Ernest. Ernest yeah. P. Yeah. yeah. I'll be damned. And they replaced him with uh, Farmer Fran, who does a damn good impression from <laughs> uh, from all the Adam Sandler movies. Right. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, There's actually a documentary coming out about Ernest. Oh, I'm sure uh, it's awesome. He's, a, probably, he's an absolute riot. I can re- it's funny, you know. I can remember, you know, he started just doing local commercials. That was like his mm-hmm. big gig was mm-hmm. just doing these local regional commercials. And they were just so popular that, you know, it ended up you – know, his commercials ended up getting bigger and he ended up getting syndicated ones. I can remember being a kid and going to the store, uh, you know, the, the uh, video store and renting an entire tape – of nothing but Ernest commercials, like that was entertainment, you know, because Ernest was. But so what funny. kind of commercial? What was it? Like literally just advertising like local like HVAC fucking repair shops <laughs> and just like you know dumb shit like that. You know, it was just these like little local businesses. Hey, hey, Vern, you know what I mean? <laughs> know what I mean, Vern? Right. You want to stay cool this summer? But Go yeah, Johnson's so, HVAC. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, the documentary. He did a pre, I think it was pre-Ernest movie. So before there were any Ernest movies, he did this weird thing called uh, Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays like all these different characters. And there's like a guy with like a hand growing out of the top of his head. And it's just, I remember being like really fucking goofy. And there's like a guy with a bucket on his head with a smiley face on it. But it like changes anytime he has different emotions. Oh, that <laughs> sounds really familiar, actually. It was really silly, and I loved it when I was a kid, but I haven't seen it since I was like 10 or something. The the bucket smiley face thing sounds mm-hmm. super familiar. But they he might also had that on his show. Possibly. He, yeah, that show was... That show, because that's how I knew him. That's how I remember. Well, I knew. Saturday mornings. Yeah. And right, his movies. Right. I saw and his movies, Scared right. Stupid in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that came out when you were like 23. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> So, Doctor Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam was 1986. Wow! But the name like that, it sounds like it should have been at least 10 years earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a shame that one didn't catch on. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing a whole series of Doctor Otto movies. Ernest, Ernest goes to camp, and uh, Ernest scared stupid. Those are yeah. yeah goes to camp. I, I, I that was the first one. Wasn't that was the it? first one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. And you know what? The Christmas one. <laughs> isn't bad it's a it's a really great santa one of the best santas ever on film i like, don't think i saw that he really yeah. like he's just he just seems like the sweetest old man you've ever met it's exactly what you would expect santa to be it's I one sh- of the hallmarks of that movie i just vaguely remember bits and pieces of ernest goes to camp and i recall him, them defeating like these construction workers with parachuting turtles right i was gonna say the is parachuting that, turtles. does that, that happen <laughs> yes. in there yes okay. 100 percent. and it bites right. someone's nose and they save the, the forest or whatever right and what is it Exeroni? i always remember Exeroni. Exer- <laughs> yeah the chef <laughs> fucking disgusting oh they're great they, they were really <laughs> awesome his eyes shift back and forth so the plot of dr otto and the real of the gloom beam according to the Internet Movie Database, is as follows. Ernest P. Worrell tries out a strange contraption he bought cheaply called the Changing Coffin. The the machine turns him into his opposite, a mad scientist and supervillain bent on world domination called Dr. Otto. He plans to use his gloom beam to render all the computers that keep people's financial records and bank accounts useless, which would make him the only one with access to all this dough. Bumbling hero Lance Sterling and his cautious sidekick Doris are sent to Dr. Otto's lair to stop him. There, they must fight, uh, They must face various scary alter egos of Dr. Otto, as well as his manservant, Willie the Robot. 
So there you go. Wow. I can't. He's every single character you just mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I was going to say, I think he has like you know five or six roles or something. Like of course, he has to. Because um, nobody else will do it. <laughs> but I guarantee if you were to rent that for your kids, they would think it was fucking hilarious. Oh, I'm sure. I yeah. Maybe. I don't know. You're... Doubt it. Right. Well, your kids are assholes. Uh, no <laughs> argument. But... Half the crap they watch is just as stupid as Ernest, if not more so. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, do your kids know who Ernest is? Like, do you think no. they would have oh, a clue? No. No. No, no, idea. no way. He was, no he way. was, when he was when... dead before probably yeah. the youngest was even born. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He died over seven years ago, right? Yes. Yes. Has it been that long? I At bet. least. It's been a while. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he made it too far, too much further past Toy Story 2. 2000. He died in 2000. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 19 years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a minute, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even married. How did we get <laughs> out? Oh, yeah. It was... Um. Anyway, uh, what's his name? He's dead. Uh, 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 Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Oh. Yeah. Don, yes. Sadly, Riptorn is dead. Riptorn, yeah, Riptorn just died too. Yeah. But uh, about that. instead of replacing him, they just went back through. Who did? Um, who did Don Rickles play in uh, Toy Story? Mr. Potato Head? Did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was the dude from Cheers. No, he's no, the pig. He's the pig. The piggy. Oh, bag. okay, right. You know, it's funny because I just watched Toy Story three like two weeks ago for the first time ever. <laughs> so you would think this stuff would be a little more fresh in my brain. Uh, it's funny because, you know, everybody was telling me how great Toy Story 3 was and stuff because, you know, we were talking about Toy Story 4 come down. And I'm like, ah, I've never seen Toy Story 3. And everybody was at my work was just like, oh, my God, you guys see it's so good. And then I went home that day and it just came on stars like that night. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, well, I guess it's fate. Serendipity. Uh, right. So I sat down and watched it. It's actually a lot of fun. It's very it much is. a it's very much a prison break movie. Yeah. Yeah. They're all uh, good. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, no, it, it is. It's, it's, it's very, you know, it has a lot of parodies. That, it's the you great know, escape. Right. Yeah. The great escape. Uh, uh, cool hand Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a bunch of stuff that kids obviously wouldn't get. Uh, so I'm, I think that's why it's in there, though. Right. They hide yeah. that adult humor in exactly. there. Exactly. Keep the attention. Of- I mean, I've, I've seen people argue that the whole thing is a Holocaust allegory. <laughs> From from hiding in the attic to them facing down a furnace at the end. No, oh, that's a great point. I never even. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, someone someone's reaching there. I think it's, two's, a, it's a reach, but I think yeah. two's. I still like two the best. Two is good. I like two. I don't even remember two. But anyway, Rickles. Instead of replacing them, they just went back through the movies, the little uh, TV specials, and mm-hmm. video games. And just took words that yeah, he clips, said, just and read. cut and pasted wow. everything, every line he has in four. That's crazy. That's kind of cool, though. It is. I want to know mm. who gets royalties. Yeah, because <laughs> like, that—that's a this fuck. This movie's a cash cow, right? Like <laughs> somebody's making, someone's getting Don Rickles money. Well, yeah, he's seriously. he had a wife and daughter, right? I don't know. He definitely, we'll, yeah. we'll just say yes because uh, they were on uh, the. The fuck was I had a couple secret wives and daughters. I, I just, well, yeah, I, I believe that too. But on the uh, the historical roast battles, uh huh, his daughter played did him. Oh, that's funny. His daughter played Rickles on one of the, and I forget who oh, was being okay. roasted, but <laughs> so so far, Toy Story 4 has made 776 million dollars worldwide. Christ. Wow. And they wonder why they keep making sequels. Right. Let's see how much Spider-Man Far From Home made, which I just went and saw the other day, actually. Uh, that's, already up, that's already up to 849 uh, Man. It's like a few thousand dollars away from $850 million. And it's been out since, what, the second? So what's today? So it's been out like two weeks. That's mm-hmm. nuts. And they'll keep it in there for another month as long as it keeps right. making money. Oh, yeah. 100%. So you're talking roughly a billion dollars by the end 
Probably by the end of this week. That's right, going right. to become the new standard. Like, you've got to hit a billion right. or your crap. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, that's where we are right now. Well, and it's crazy. I mean, you know, the. God, that sucks. You know, I know. Uh, Aven- I mean, <laughs> we're fucked. Right. Like, Avengers Endgame is coming up on being the largest grossing movie of all time worldwide. It's literally just a few million shy of Avatar at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, they're, they are debating about whether or not it's going to stall oh, out. It, no. I don't it, think it is. No, I mean, it only has a few million left. Yeah. So right now, Avatar is sitting at 2,788,000,000. million. Just that's shy of three James billion Cameron dollars. James Cameron is right. just rolling in Dell, and mm-hmm. what's he doing with it? Making, Making nineteen more Avatar yeah. movies and and submarines, right? Um, so that's two point seven eight eight. Avengers Endgame is at two point seven eight one five. Damn! So it has six point five million left to go. I mean, that's nothing. They're going to get nothing. that by September, right? I was going to say talking... they're going to have they'll, they'll have that by August. That's bigger than probably what a quarter of the economies in the world. The right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know. I mean, I'm, that's probably a very conservative estimate. <laughs> if uh, we looked up the G- the GDPs of all these countries, I bet there quite a few are less than just James Cameron movies. Right. I, I was listening to uh, Chapo Trap House and uh, Matt Chrisman pointed out that every great empire will marginalize the weakest people in order to build grandiose monuments to themselves. Whether it's the Egyptians or, you know, with their pyramids or triumphal arches in Rome. And we have the Transformers movies. Like each one probably <laughs> costs about a billion dollars to make right. that could have gone to feed and house so many people for just for, for nothing. They're just not, they're nothing <laughs> films. They're redlining U.S. history right now. Like that, that was the last movie they just put out. Apparently, term, uh, Transformers have just existed forever, and they've had little hands in everything we've ever done, <laughs> from the Underground Railroad to <laughs> to World War Two. <laughs> like they've been secretly helping us, but they didn't take it to its logical conclusion, where like they're just using us as a proxy. Like all human conflict is a proxy war between Autobots and Megatrons, which <laughs> would be amazing, or Autobots and Decepticons. You uh. know. Like Decepticons are turning into gas chambers and Autobots are are, <laughs> are turning into Sherman tanks. Like. Right, right. <laughs> so just to backtrack for a second, I was curious when the last Ernest movie was made. Oh, it's uh, going to be sad. And that would be Ernest in the Army in 1998. Um, Two years before he died. However, looking at some of these Ernest movies and the characters he played... I'm almost thinking maybe it's a good thing he went out in the late 90s because I'm not sure if some of this would fly with today's standards. Late on me. Late on me. Uh, So, Ernest in the Army, 1998. He played Private Ernest P. Worrell. He played the Army Captain. And he also played an Arab on Quicksand. (laughs) (laughs) That's his character's name. So, going back even further, the year prior... That was pre-9-11. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was fine back then. Right. Oh. Back then, everything was A-OK. <laughs> uh, a good year, except for 9-11. <laughs> Still one of the greatest sound quotes of that's all time. Uh, so, the year prior, 1997, we had Ernest Goes to Africa. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. Should I need... To, okay. So, he plays Ernest, Auntie Nelda. Oh, no. A character <laughs> named Hey You the Hindu. <laughs> 
one, but there, there's dot, dot, dot. Holy shit. Before I go any further, I would, you know, when you click on the page, the opening clip, apparently there's a, a trailer for the movie that has a picture of him as Hey You the Hindu. I would just like to point this out. I would just like to share this with my table. Oh, no. <laughs> that is flat out He's amazing. green. He's <laughs> like an olive. This is flat out amazing. Isn't there a basketball one in there oh. with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? So he also plays an African woman dancer. <laughs> Uh, so, Ernest, Ernest, go, right, though, Ernest goes to Africa might uh, might have made its way onto my Netflix list. <laughs> uh, Is it on Netflix? <laughs> I, it has to be. Oh. So, two years before that, it looks like he only plays Ernest in Slam Dunk Ernest. There it is. Yes. There it is. Slam Dunk. Before that, we have Ernest Goes to School in 94. I don't remember that. Ernest Rides Again in 93. Oh my god, I forgot he was in the Beverly Hillbillies. Ernest goes to prison. Is that Who one? Is, oh yeah, of course yeah. he's Jed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. Jed. Hundred yeah. percent. He's Jed Glampett. Uh Ernest Scared Stupid in ninety one. Yes. Classic. Yes. Er, Ernest goes to jail in nineteen ninety. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. That yeah. one's not bad either. Ernest goes to Splash Mountain in nineteen eighty nine. Wow, that sounds like a f- hour and twenty minute commercial. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> hey. Hey Vern, it's Ernest, the TV series, which yeah. lasted one year, 13 episodes in 1988. I, d- I watched every damn one of them. I, d- I must have. Yeah. Ernest Saves Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, where apparently he plays a lot of roles, including uh, Auntie Nelda again. Yeah, uh, and Nelda. Ernest Goes to Camp in 87, being the one that kicked it all off. That is a hell of a lot of Ernest movies. Yeah. Huh. It's like a low-rent Andy Kaufman. So there you go. The history of Ernest and his uh, racist ways. Good old Jim Varney. R.I.P. He was also in Roseanne. Was he? Yeah. 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 It was when. Oh, he was, he was the, the rich yes. for, uh, English. After, was, was after they was? hit the lottery. <laughs> after the lotto, yep. He fell in love with Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he's the total <laughs> opposite of any character. Oh, yeah. No. It's, it's, it's most, his most dignified role <laughs> ever done was on oh. Roseanne. I completely forgot he's... You know what? That Beverly Hillbillies movie was actually cast fairly well. I liked it. Like, I, I think... Isn't that a Pel, uh, Penelope Spheres movie who did like Wayne's World? Uh-huh, she did, like, a I bunch think of, so. She did a bunch Maybe of I punk documentaries and stuff before that. Um, but just before going having... Oh, fuck. I never remember the banker's name. It's it's Dabney Coleman. Is, is he in it too? Uh-huh. Okay. And then his yeah. his assistant, the woman, the fucking needle nose... <laughs> It's um. Dude, it's, it's been so long as I've seen that movie. It's it's Lily Tomlin. Like they really got these characters yeah. down right. I think. Um, so, so that's right, Lily Tomlin. So his it. character's name in Roseanne is Prince Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let me see. Beverly Hillbillies. Jed Clampett. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's see who we got in here. Uh, uh, Diedrich Batter is Jethro. Oh yeah, the guy from um, mm, Drew Carey Drew show. Carey show yeah. and Office Space. Yep. Uh, so so I was right. correct. It is Penelope Spheres. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can get back to her in a minute. Yeah, Jim Varney, uh, Dietrich Bader, uh, Erica Laniac. Is that? Is uh, Ellie May. Ellie May. Right. Okay. What else was she in? Uh, she's a hot blonde chick from the 90s. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I'd probably uh, know her if I saw her. I, wasn't she on, uh, was she on Baywatch or something? What the hell was she in? Here, I'll uh, I can see that. What's her name? She. I think she popped out of the cake in Under Siege. Mm. Oh, Yeah. No. All right, yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah, then she's wonderful. Leave it to Steven Seagal. <laughs> there you go. To, to... She's a hero. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about her. now. Yeah. She was hot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who was Granny? 
Granny had to be somebody. Cloris Leachman. Oh, man. It's a cast from, you know, it was oh picked God. well. So Dolly Parton plays herself in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Leah, I, Leah Thompson was in it from uh, Howard the Duck. What? Who the fuck was Leah? Oh, she was the, she was like the, the like, two-faced. Like, okay, yeah. Playing, Probably playing. after Jed's money. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. God, I'm trying to remember Rob it. Schneider was in it? She was in yeah, I, with yes, Rob Schneider. Uh, yes, yeah. it was, yeah. There's Dabney Coleman. Uh-huh. Buddy Epson's in it for a minute. I mean, you would have to be. I think yeah. he's actually in it playing his um his other television character, uh, Barnaby Jones. Ah. I think. I think you're right. I think they may have pulled that he, move. Yeah. That's funny. Uh-huh. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Confirmed by the IMDb. Well done. Jaja Gabor's in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's. Not a bad cast. No. I gotta mm. say. It's a, it kind of makes me want to rewatch it again. I wonder if it holds up. Mm, I don't know. It's gonna be a nineties a lame nineties comedy movie, but I <laughs> God, I don't know. I'd watch Dabney Coleman wipe his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I genuinely and, and Challenge I think, accepted. I don't even think he's that great, but there's just something about him that I just love watching him chew the scenery in every fucking movie he's like, in. Like for some reason, whenever I think Dabney Coleman, the first movie that pops to my mind. What's the first one that pops to your mind? Okay, this is embarrassing, but uh, uh, Cloak and Dagger. Ooh, that's a good one, where, actually. Where, yeah, Holy shit. Where he's, that, where he's a little kid's imaginary right. friend named Jack Black. Isn't the kid like Elliot from E.T. as well? Is, it, that, is it Henry Thomas? Fuck, it's either Elliot or it's it's Flip. It's the kid that gets his tongue stuck to the light Flip. pole <laughs> in, uh, yeah. in uh, Christmas, Christmas Story. Christmas and, Story. And he was in the toy. Yes. That, that yeah. Okay. Then I Richard think Pryor. that I think that's where I'm getting mixed up because I don't think he's in both. I think you're right. I think it is uh, Elliot. Let me see. Cloak and Dagger, 1984. Yeah. Starring. That's a little childhood indulgence. Drum roll, please. Henry Thomas and Dabney Coleman. Yeah. Um. So the one that fucking pops into my head. D- Jeffro, do you even know who Dabney Coleman is? Uh, well, I'm looking at him, and by looking at his picture, I can name a bunch of movies I've seen him in. Mm-hmm. But the first one that popped in my head, I think, was 9 to 5. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Too, oh, right? that's, that's probably his biggest one. Yeah, actually. Excellent. I wonder, um, since he and Lily Tomlin are both in Beverly Hillbillies, I wonder who got the other one the job. Oh, that's funny. Because I guarantee someone's like, hey, I know exactly who would be perfect for yeah. this. Uh, also, he was in, uh, I think he was in House of Cards. Was he really? I believe he so. showed up. He was the Commodore in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, Boardwalk too. Empire. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. He might have been in both. But yeah, he shows up in everything. Yeah, he's a lot of shit. So the one that pops to my mind, for some unknown reason, whenever I think Dabney Coleman, the first one that pops into my head, from 1988, Hot to Trot, with Bobcat Goldthwait and yes. a horse that talks that's yes. voiced by John, John Candy. John Candy, yes. yes. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, I remember, like, I don't remember it even being funny, <laughs> but for some reason it's it sounds amazing. amazing. Uh, Fred P. Cheney receives an inheritance <laughs> after the death of his mother. Uh, a, sp- a speaking horse that also has good knowledge about the stock market. <laughs> uh, with with the help of this horse, Fred gains a lot of the stock market of Chicago. So yeah, imagine Bobcat Goldthwait and the talking horse, <laughs> voiced by John Candy, trying to uh, rig the right. stock market yes. and basically uh, make 
Dabney Coleman poor. Yeah, it's trading places, but in, <laughs> right. in, with, with a fucking horse. <laughs> I mean, not not only why have I not seen this? Why has it not won an Oscar? Right. That's what I want. Why why hasn't there been three sequels and a TV series? <laughs> Uh, the tagline is the funniest talking horse movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. By default. <laughs> did they ever make a Mr. Ed movie? Oh. I think they did eventually, oh, didn't they? I, I'm sure they had to. Because none of those people made a dime. <laughs> none of them made. Sherwood Schwartz lived like a king. And he didn't pay anybody from Gilligan's Island or the Brady Bunch or any of those awful films he ever made. They still charge money. Like, you can't show clips of the Brady Bunch without forking over serious royalties. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, it would literally be cheaper for you to gather up the surviving members of the cast and have them <laughs> and reshoot and the have episode. them act out a scene <laughs> than it would be for you just to pay CBS or whoever owns this crap the money just to show it. So there was a Mr. Ed t- uh, movie. <laughs> Apparently, a TV movie in 2000. Okay. It was late, though. 2004. Why? Who was who? Right. Was, in 2004, <laughs> who the fuck even still knew what Mr. Ed was? Me. You know? I'm the only one. <laughs> and, and they weren't marketing this movie to me because I've never heard of it. Uh, it did have Sherilyn Fenn in it, who I love. Uh, Talking However, horse movie. so the voice of the horse. Oh, this going to be good. Sherman Hemsley <laughs> from the fucking Jeffersons. Wow. <laughs> so... The idea of him voicing the horse. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Did he call uh, Wilbur a honky? Wait, unsold TV pilot. Maybe this is maybe it was a TV pilot that did not catch. It's yeah, this is twenty minutes <laughs> long. <right? laughs> <laughs> oh no, so actually looking at the thing, yeah, it's only thir- it's only has listed thirty minutes, so that wow. must be it. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh, no one oh. wanted to see how did nobody want to see that crap? How did the original series last eight years? Jesus. Because nobody yeah. nothing was on TV There's back nothing, then. Right. And you didn't people have a were retarded. All right, but let's... see, that's not fair though, because some of those shows were genuinely great. How did Name like, one. Dobie Gillis is hilarious. <laughs> I'm not familiar. <laughs> that's what Gilligan did before he was Gilligan. Okay. Right. He was like a beatnik. Yeah, it, yes, it was, it, I swear to God, it was like a 50s Parker Lewis can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would watch that. Hey, yeah, it's not that. bad. There was, ah, uh, shit. There's, there's this channel that we watch occasionally that airs all this stuff. Like, everything from the 50s up through, the, like, the 70s. Is it me? It, yeah, TV? me TV. MeTV's fun. Dude, I watched, uh-huh. I was sick and rolled through, like, three days of nothing but me TV. Watching just episodes of stuff I've never even watched before. So, yeah, Mork and Mindy, yeah. Bar, uh, Barney Miller. I think I think Barney s- Miller was a fun one. too. Yeah, Barney uh-huh. Miller was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't know Abe Vigoda was in it. Oh yeah, like, oh, it's fish. Amazing. It's fish. Yeah. He was still old. Yeah. He was, yeah he was, he was no, he's never then? been young. He's, one, he's <laughs> never been a young man. He was born like that. Yeah, it's crazy. He looked like that from Barney Miller right up to Good Burger. Like he just <laughs> he's always looked like that. So, interesting bit of trivia. Uh, Mr. Ed, the horse that played Mr. Ed in the original series, uh, his real name was Bamboo Harvester. That's a terrible name. Totally terrible. Uh, (laughs) More interesting, uh, in 1968, two years after the cancellation of Mr. Ed, at the age of 19, Bamboo began to suffer from a variety of age-related ailments, including kidney problems and arthritis. He was was euthanized in 1970. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, uh, Shouldn't they just send him to the glue factory? That isn't that what they meant? meant you know. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's after he's dead. Wink, wink. You know. Oh, 
good old Mr. Apparently, he's buried in Oklahoma, and you can go visit his grave. Ah. Road trip. Let's do it. We can see a Gallagher show on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he's turned into a mess. <laughs> Was he ever not? Are you up on your Gallagher news? <laughs> Is there something I missed? <laughs> well, not in the last 10 years. I know. I'm pretty sure he got caught up. I don't know if it was Bernie Madoff, but he definitely got taken for a ride by somebody. Oh, okay. And it's just flat broke now. Well, Because we, we, we looked up Gallagher shows and he's, he's he has a, a show or it's like a, more of a seminar or something. Right. And, and it was it was out west somewhere. I forget. But uh, he did. It was like 250 bucks. To yeah. have like four hours with Gallagher and have lunch with him and he teaches you about comedy. <laughs> like, that sounds so awesome. Yeah, uh, apparently, so this is going back to 2012 from the Huffington Post. Headline is, Gallagher broke living in hotels, <laughs> lost driver's license after heart attack. <laughs> Quote, I died in March. <laughs> <laughs> so... Wow, he's insane. I heard uh, Pat Oswalt. Uh, Pat Oswalt li- read an entire article someone wrote up about Gallagher got it into his head he was going to do a Spanish speaking show, but outside of like learning a couple swear words, he didn't learn any Spanish. <laughs> so he like packed a theater full of Latinos in Southern California. And then went up there and said, like, culo and caca a couple times. <laughs> Smashed and then, a few water And had to get right into smashing right. fruit. Like, instead of doing 40 minutes of material right. and 10 minutes of fruit. And just, like, hearing Pat Oswald read the article is just amazing. I would have killed to have been there yeah. to watch just. I bet it went over awesome. Just <laughs> 550 angry Latinos. Like, and it was like. Like families were there. Like this was like an event. They thought they were going to get to see a fun show. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, if I went to a Gallagher, Gallagher. show, like I wouldn't even want to see him talk. I just want to see him smash it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you? Because again, like his comedy is terrible. It's it's bad. I remember watching some of his stand up when I was a kid because it was on VH1 every <laughs> all the time. fucking weekend, constantly. And, and it was all. It was a lot of prop humor. And a lot of just like random observation humor. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, yes, that's all he did. He he Seinfeld doesn't deserve all the credit he gets for the observational humor, right? Mark, because mm-hmm. Gallagher was doing that years for years, but not as well. No, not as well, no. but just as popular. Driving a parkway, parkway. Yeah, I mean, he was right. He was fucking big for a he, while. Right. I mean, no. he was a household name. You know, for selling out years, theaters. Right. Yeah. Right in the eighties, there wasn't a family that didn't know who the fuck Gallagher was. Mm-mm. Right. Or Eddie Murphy, which would I rather go? And that, and you know what? That's probably a big thing with his popularity because, yeah, you just you just name the '80s. It's Eddie Murphy and George Carlin and Dice and Bill Hicks, and there wasn't a lot of clean comedy because even even Cosby was doing his show. He wasn't Mm -hmm. doing shows. He wasn't doing stand ups. They were few and far between. Seinfeld wasn't there yet. Yeah, I think he was really by the time. They were they hit it big. Cosby already had the mm-hmm. Cosby show, right? Yeah, right. Cosby was pretty much yeah, out of the yeah. game, so there was no clean comedy. Mm-hmm. And you know, now we have Brian Regan and Jim Gaffigan, and taking the cynic route, just yeah. jizzing old fucking kids. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> did, did you like the video I posted for you the other day? Which one? Uh, Fresh my memory. The one with He Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the clips Spe- from the Oozinator. Right. Speaking of jizzing old fucking kids. Oh. Susanator, oh, I think I remember that. Did you post it on the face or the real Topeka page? Yeah, I think so. Might be able to pull it up. 
Um, it's probably not great for podcast listeners. Yeah, I was going to say, no but... one's going to have any idea what the hell you're even doing. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but we'll whatever. narrate it. Whatever. Yeah, the Oozinator, we, uh, that was one of our uh, commercials and advertising uh, things from a few weeks ago. It was a... Uh, a super sort of soaker. super soaker that well, I think it was by super soaker right that shot oh. this weird gel oh, at yes, kids yes yes so yes they got yes. like splashed with this white yes thick fluid. <laughs> <laughs> wait that hold on go back up that was it which one uh, one more this oh, this oh one. god all right just just for you guys just for you guys all right. <laughs> 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 like this made me laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Somebody it just looks it. like children taking cum shots from me it's man. not <laughs> basically it's cuts edited to make it look like he-man is jizzing all over these kids <laughs> that gets the best and it just goes on for minutes <laughs> it just repeats and repeats Tom Cruise is in there getting a money shot to the face So that's fun. You can probably pause it now. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's literally just a loop of the same shit for three yeah. and a half minutes. Good mm. song, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yes. So, yeah, that, that made me laugh uh, very much. Uh, not as much as this article, which is about... <laughs> oh, what, uh, the Alabama Meth Gators? Yes. Right. That's yes. great. Uh, uh, segue I, into that? <laughs> sure. Have oh, at it. Oh, man. So, according to... What is this? The Alabama Police. The, Hunts, the Huntsville of course. Real-Time News. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, apparently, so many drugs are getting uh, you know, flushed that they're afraid that uh, you might get a bunch of methed up uh, reptiles and amphibians. Flushing so, drugs. Flushing drugs could create Alabama meth gators. I love it. This is the future I've always wanted to live in. Tennessee police arrest the man after he allegedly tried to flush a dozen grams of drugs down his toilet. I like how it's it's you know just random. There's generic drugs. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, something police jokingly said could create meth gators in Alabama. So that so it was a joke, and they wrote an article about it. Yeah. Apparently, it's uh, not like there's any real news going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I'd be all about years? a real life meth gator, just for the record. Oh my god! Of course. So once police entered Perry's home, officers found him trying to flush the meth and several items of paraphernalia down his toilet. He was arrested after police found 12 grams of meth, 24 fluid ounces of liquid meth. Liquid and meth? Several paraphernalia items. Ducks, geese, and other fowl frequent our treatment ponds, and we shudder to think what one all hyped up on meth would do. I feel like a meth <laughs> goose would just be more terrifying than a meth gator. They're already nasty I was going to say, enough. right, geese are just dicks in right. the first place. Jesus. Right. <laughs> Get them all full of crank and let's see what happens. <laughs> Create some kind of zombie force geese. It'd be like, co- it'd be like cockfighting, but just <laughs> right. <laughs> way meth- more aggressive. Methed out geese. <laughs> I'd pay money to watch geese fight each other. Absolutely. I would throw some bills down on that. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Why not? It's a hypothetical. I mean, you once said you would piss on a bird, so why not pay right. to They had it coming. <laughs> Can we set up an illegal goose fighting ring down here? Yes. <laughs> yeah, in the basement. <laughs> right. Yeah. That could be fun. I mean... You watch from the window. <laughs> Just lock them nice. in here. The, uh, Just you know, piles make, of make, them. Make a little extra money on the side. 
since, and, since we're obviously not getting any on uh, our patron page. <laughs> yeah, this is true, but it's fun nonetheless. You, uh, you're you're a chef, my man, Scott. Have you ever eaten goose? I'm assuming you have, right? I yeah, I'm sure I have. I have. I can't think of a time off the top of my head. I don't right think now. I have. My dad took me out when I was a kid. Goose hunting. Oh yeah, you're the hunter, and, uh, right? Right. Yeah. And we definitely uh, shot down a few. I remember we had like goose roast, like a slow crock pot kind Is of stuff. Is it good? Is it like duck, like dark meat? Um, yeah. Uh, if, if my memory serves, I liked it. If, uh, I haven't yeah. had it in forever. I'm sure it's. But, sure it's good. Nice gamey bird. Apparently, Bruce's dad is like, uh, I don't know, what, Grizzly Adams? Just Something like that. All kinds of, he's a huntsman. <laughs> right, catches yeah. them by hand. He has all types nice. of taxidermy and Beat, stuffed shit in his house. Beats them with rocks. That's how you do it. No horsing around. We should do a podcast from your dad's basement. Yeah. With sure. the animals. Be like in the jungle. In Salma Hayek's chairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can sniff them. Right. All right. <laughs> Sounds like you got a whole day planned. <laughs> day, weekend. <laughs> yeah, Rip, Rip Torn died. What was he, like 88? He's an old man. Yeah, he wasn't He wasn't a spring chicken. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. What's the first movie you think of when you think of Rip Torn? Um, strangely, it's funny, actually. Uh, he, there was this movie um, he did in the 70s called The Paycheck. Where he's like a country music singer, like a small scale country music singer. That's really, really fucking good. Hmm. So strangely, I think of that first, and then I think of uh, the Man Who Fell to Earth with David Bowie. Um, he was in that. He was really good in that too. But he's like just, the obvious choice should be like dodgeball, yeah, dodgeball, or or, dodgeball or, Con- or Conan. You know? Oh yeah, oh, that's why um, I forget about Conan. But yeah, he's been in a, in a ton of shit. Uh, I always liked him. It was always good. Yeah, yeah. Like it never seemed like he was phoning it in, even though it always seemed like he was just playing himself. Uh, Men in Black, too, right? Oh, yes, right, yes, right. Yes, yeah, yes, I guess that yes, was a big yes, one. That's big. Right. He's in the new one, isn't he? I don't know. That I new one know. looked awful. It did. It did. I think I checked out after two. So Yeah. I forgot. I completely forgot they made a third one until they busted out this new one. <laughs> yeah, because it didn't have like Josh Brolin as a young Tommy Lee Jones or something. I this one? No, the three. Yeah, oh, gotcha. three. I think yeah. so. Yeah. God, why is Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones? Jones was another guy? Why, was why is Josh Brolin in everything? That's what I want. I don't know. know. That dude's in everything. I don't. He's good. He's Thanos too, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's funny because he didn't. Uh, you know, there's like that period after the Goonies where I swear I didn't see him for like twenty years. Nothing. And then he just started popping up in everything. In everything. Right. Some of the, some. Uh, I and mean, he's good in everything. Yeah, he really is, and I think he just does. He does a lot of shit. Rip Torn was 5'10". What? I never pictured him as a tall guy. No. Five, you think 5'10 is tall? Taller than me. Taller than me. Yeah. Taller than you too, isn't he? No. It's right about, I'm like f- almost 5'11". It's like about the national average, right? I would think. I don't consider myself tall. That's why I asked. Right. That's, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Tiny. <laughs> Rip Torn. Have you ever heard? Have you ever watched comedians in cars getting coffee? I've seen. I've seen a few. Of them. Have you seen the Alec Baldwin one? No. He tells the Rip Torn story. It's it's really funny. No. Rip Torn was in 192 movies. God damn. <laughs> That's a working man right there. God damn. That is He's significant. Always getting paid. A good chunk of which I swear I've never even heard of. Of course not, because he's done. Yeah, he. He's another one that like just disappeared for ten years. He never stopped working. <laughs> right, but he, he just wasn't in anything you saw. Years. Right, 
Welcome to Mooseport with Ray Romano. That was a good one. That's, uh, yeah, I did see that That's one. what's his name's last movie. That's what he went out on. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Really? Oh, one of yeah. the greatest actors of all time goes out on <laughs> Welcome to Mooseport. It's like Connery's last movie being uh, uh, oh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, right. He wasn't that. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> that movie's like unwatchable, movie. right? He took that movie because he had given up so much in the past to do crap. Like, he turned down Jurassic Park because they wouldn't give him enough money, which means mm-hmm. he would have been the owner. <laughs> he turned down The Matrix because he didn't understand it, <laughs> <laughs> which, which means he would have been Morpheus. He would have been, oh. uh, he would have been Morpheus. Been Morpheus? Right, right. Right. Yeah, he would have been Morpheus. And he turned down Lord which- of the Rings... Which means he would have been Gandalf again because he, okay I get you not understanding the Matrix right I, people that wrote the fucking Matrix don't fully understand the Matrix <laughs> but you don't understand Lord of the Rings these books were written like at a time when you should have been reading them right, like yeah. they should have been there right hip. yeah yeah. Like, they should have been really cool they were written like a block away from your house like <laughs> you know they were popular I don't know how academic. Sean Connery was though. No, I have no idea. He may have been, but he doesn't strike me as an actor. Yeah, I fellow. bet you're right. right. I bet he could barely read. Yeah, <laughs> he was like a he was like a military guy, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, as much as, as much as they had. I thought he was there. just crushing ass. I thought like <laughs> well, that was, was. His, <laughs> I, but I thought that was like literally all he ever did with his life. I didn't think there was anything <laughs> more to him but getting laid, and you know, movies were just incidental. What I wouldn't give to hear the conversation of them trying to explain the Matrix to Connery and his <laughs> response and just like his question. It would have been amazing. But see, that's just it. Like you can see the movies that came out at the same time of those movies that he did say yes to, and it's a fucking travesty. Like, <laughs> like instead of doing the Matrix, he did uh, uh, the Avengers. And I don't mean the Marvel Avengers. I mean the British right. Uma Thurman, right. Ray Fiennes <laughs> Avengers, where I'm going to beat you with my umbrella um, Avengers. <laughs> um, so Sean Connery has stated that he lost his virginity to an adult woman in an ATS uniform at the age of 14. I bet he did. I don't <laughs> doubt that for a second. I don't second. doubt that for a second at so, all. So he did join the Royal Navy Okay. Um, after his first job was a milkman. Oh, man, so he's just going door to door? God, he's got kids all over. What a beast Connery was. <laughs> I'm telling you, I swear to God, everything in his life has been just to just to get him laid. Wait, wait, wait. So on that train of thought, so he was discharged uh, from the Navy on medical grounds because of a duodenal ulcer. Where? <laughs> so afterwards, he returned. Dong. Uh, so afterwards, he returned to the co-op uh, and then worked as, among other things, a lorry driver, mm-hmm. a lifeguard at Portobello Swimming Bath. Oh, yeah. Why not? A laborer, an artist's model at the Eidenberg <laughs> College of Art. College girls. And after the suggestion of former Mr. Scotland, Archie Brennan, a coffin polisher. Which might be a euphemism. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of emotionally uh, distressed women walking oh, in and out of there all yeah, the time. Old school route. Yeah, wedding crashers. Yeah, Will Ferrell and wedding crashers. We got a nice little theory going here. Grief is the ultimate aphrodisiac. 
So at the age of 18, he began bodybuilding as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, trained heavily uh, and apparently was third in the 1950 Mr. Universe contest. Wow. Uh, he must have been jacked. Yeah. Although, uh, I don't know, 1950 like, jacked is different than like 1975 yeah. jacked. Like the Connor Robert stated that he was, soon, uh, he was, no he was soon deterred from bodybuilding when he found that the Americans <laughs> frequently beat him in competitions because of sheer muscle size and unlike Connery, he refused to participate in athletic, athletic activities which could make them lose muscle mass. So he was a very athletic guy, which I guess you know helped him with the Bond movies and stuff. He was yeah. a keen footballer, hmm. which you know isn't real football. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was Connery. Uh, so then he. I'll take the tits now for eight hundred. <laughs> yes, then he became an actor. I guess to to get more poon. Yeah, it's <laughs> so true. <laughs> that cra- Milkman, I can't believe that. <laughs> and your mother currently sits on my face, Chubb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's true. So, yes, that was Bond for Connery. Not to totally sidetrack the conversation, but no. Alex Trebek. You guys watch Jeopardy still? Alex fucking Trebek. Uh, no, I haven't watched it lately. He uh, says he's getting better, which would be, I, I don't believe it. I mean, you're talking miracle of miracles. Yes. I mean, he has the cancer of all fucking cancers. Yeah, yeah. Right. For all of you who don't know, who was probably no one, but... Right. He has pancreatic cancer. Yeah. No bueno. No. You can tell he was wearing a wig the past few weeks. Really? There's like single digits as far as percentage of people that survive. (laughs) As far as as months to live after diagnosed. Yes, because they don't catch it. It's one of those ones that when when they finally find it, you're toast. You know what I think happened? I'm pretty sure when he shaved his mustache, he lost his power. (laughs) (laughs) He's Samson. Right. (laughs) Things just haven't been haven't been the same since. I just I still can't get over him blowing out his Achilles, chasing a hooker out of his out of his <laughs> hotel room. It's still just the best story ever. So I hopped out of bed, put on my underwear. Wait, wait, wait! Back up. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. It's going to be a shame to see him go. Yeah, I'm curious as what's going to happen with the show. Oh, they'll keep it going. People still watch it. Yeah, but who the uh, hell are they going to get? I mean, he was like an institution, you know? It's tough. Yeah, it's it's a good question. Because nobody mean, respects anybody. Any, like, I can't think of anybody that people would respect. Like, I feel like you could throw any old asshole to replace Sajak and Vanna White. Right. I don't oh, think they'd sure. ultimately care. I'm shocked they haven't replaced Vanna White by now. She must have like some serious blackmail material. I we think- looked up... Vanna White's net worth the other day. Mm-hmm. She's worth like fifty million dollars uh-huh. <laughs> for it's nothing, crazy. and she doesn't even turn anything no, anymore. She no, just walks no. over and like, screen. like, and it's not even real. Like her touching it does nothing. No. Like there's someone behind. At that's... this point, they should have a hologram of 1984 Vanna White, yeah, right, and not have to pay it. Did you ever hear that? I think it was a Cheech Marin that did a. There was like a twisted tune that was like Vanna, spin me a letter. No. I've not heard. Oh that. my god, it was from the eighties, like mm, back when she was say. the shit. Yeah, her net worth totally is fifty million. I mean, she was, she was born in fifty-seven. Weird and Sajak's Al, only worth like ten more million. <laughs> Weird Al had stuck in a closet. I mean, with Vanna really, White. Sajak don't really do much either. But that wasn't a parody. Uh, Vanna, spin me a letter. Uh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Maybe. Doctor Dave, Thunderwing. Sure, let's try it. Give it a shot. Is this it? 
I mean, that's about as 80s as you get. <laughs> Hold on. Get me a ticket for an aeroplane. Till it comes. Got to get on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just got to win. Spin the wheel again. Ovana, pick me a letter. Bankrupt? <laughs> what do you mean bankrupt? I don't care how much money I got to spend. Oh, my God. This wouldn't fly today, would it? No. <laughs> and this was like on the radio, like nonstop. Pick me a letter. Hey, man, what do you mean there's no effing phone? Pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. Hey, man, is that an all over ten or what? Vanna, I don't understand. Damn. You make a hundred grand for me to say. Anyway, get me a ticket for an airplane. Got to be on the Wheel of Fortune game. Oh, yeah, the second, the second combat even says it also. It sounds just like... Oh, this isn't even Cheech? Not Cheech. No. <laughs> it sounds like... I totally thought it was Cheech. That's really spot on. The guy, he said, is it Lowrider? Jesus. it just uh, it just dawned on me that this is to the tune of the letter by the right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this guy was like Obama, 17, like the original <laughs> version, uh, the, the box tops. Yeah, he was, uh, he was actually, he was in Vietnam, and my uncle was stationed with the dude who wrote it. Really? And he like knew him, yeah. Uh, I, I forget his name, but he was, yeah, he was super young. Yeah. 18 or, yeah, some, somewhere tops. around there. Yeah, so I mean, this song was seriously on like major radio. Yeah. I believe it. A That's lot. ridiculous. Well, it's funny that it wasn't even so much that Wheel of Fortune was popular. It's that everybody in the world had a boner for Vanna White. Yeah. I guess. Like, to the... But, well, I mean, it was the I mean, I, it, right. yeah, yeah. And I mean, I to the it. point where they wrote a parody song all about her no, like I that said, got w- national radio play. Weird Al wrote his own. But it's not, it's not a parody. It's one of his originals. Right. And I guarantee that was... I think that was... Uh, Weird Al in 3D, which I think would have been like 87, so right in that wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. She was the hottest thing in the world. Right. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't. She's pretty, but... Yeah, she's pretty, but it's time. It's time to move on. Yeah. Right. I'm done with this. I'm done with game shows. They keep trying to bring them back, to Every now and then, they try and creep them back into primetime television. Like, they keep yeah. trying... Ellen's yes, thing. Yes, work them back in. And then Jane Lynch has a celebrity game thing. Right. I saw the commercials for yeah. that, but I haven't actually watched it. Is it bullshit? Or? It's, it's Honestly, it's hit or miss depending on what celebrities are there, but the last few that I've caught glimpses of, Christina's watched a couple episodes, um, but the last few have been real. Like, you're talking B-rated celebrities uh-huh, at I'm most. Sure. If not C, I didn't know who half of them were. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that. I 
think the generation that really enjoyed game shows is checking out. And I don't think they're ever... I think their last gasp was like... Oh, it was my grandmother's generation, yeah. Was, um... Shoot. What was the Howie Mandel one? Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. Yeah, I think that was the last one that was really... Caught, caught the attention. Yeah, grab right. people's attention. Because for a minute, I mean, and before that, I guess, who wants to be a millionaire? It had its moment, yeah. Yeah. And then the... Um, weakest Link. Like, weakest they was Link. Smarter than a fifth grader. Yeah. Well, they just that brought that back. Third grader. Really? Yeah, they <laughs> just brought it back. With Jeff Foxworthy no, or somebody with, else? No, with John Cena, which is a hard left turn. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know the one-to-one one weird left turn. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good old John Cena. You can't see me. <laughs> I'm rooting for him, but I don't know. <laughs> He's actually funny, and I think he needs to focus on that. He can be. Yeah, I, I think I would. I would rather see him, you know, making bad jokes or being comically out of place. Then Russell. Then no. Then be the fucking marine. Then try and be a super, you know, an action hero. Because right. I don't think he has it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, I don't think anybody wants to see that. I don't know. Apparently, you have to be a minimum of 45 years of age in order to be an action star <laughs> in the United States of America now. Expendables. Yeah. That's why they're expendable. Uh-huh. I mean, The Rock's the biggest one in the world. What is he, 50? Is he that old now? Probably late, late 40s, yeah. for sure. But, like, Liam Neeson's an action 47 star. years yeah. old. Yeah, there you go. Liam Neeson was like an accidental action star. Yeah, I don't know how you know, that happened. It, Taken is how that happened. For right. some reason, Taken took off like crazy, and, which is yeah. completely unexpected. <laughs> and then they're like, like no. B-movie. And Let's then they, remake that right, five then they times. Just yes. stuck him in everything uh-huh. uh, to diminishing returns. Like, Shit, we, we did it four times. Let's do it again. Do it with wolves. Right, he was yeah. Michael Collins. <laughs> I, love, like, I love the wolves one. <laughs> he was a serious actor. And now he does that, and then whatever right. Seth McFarlane's well, got you know, going on, he he'll, kind of, um, he'll tag on. Liam Neeson kind of just started accepting anything after his wife died, just so he keep working and kind of keep his, keep keep his sanity, okay. pretty much. Oh, didn't, she died in a skiing accident, yeah, yeah, she, right? She like fucking like just fell skiing, knocked her head, didn't go to the hospital, went home, and then just fucking died. Jesus. You know, had she gone to the hospital to get checked... <laughs> Had she gone to the hospital to get checked out, she probably would have been fine. But she was like, no, nah, you know, everything's cool. I'm good. Hmm. But yeah, so he just started accepting pretty much anything. Obviously. Uh, but he's such a good actor that he almost elevates even the shitty movies that no, he's in. He, he no, does, he does give it his all, even when it's crap. Right. <laughs> I just watched a really good one with him the other day called uh, Cold Pursuit, which is a remake of a, like, this sort of, like, Nordic noir uh, hmm. thing where he's he plays a snowplow operator uh, whose son dies, and he, you know, his son dies of an overdose. He's I like, well, he's like my, my son didn't do drugs, so then he tries to figure out, and, uh, you know, what the hell happened, huh. and comes upon like this whole sort of like mob, you know, drug conspiracy thing. And does he kick the shit out of everybody? Afterwards? Yeah, he murders. He murders a lot of fucking people. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It, was, it, was, it felt very Cohen Brothersy. Yeah, um, kind of quirky and weird, but violent oh, and dark. Life just feels Cohen's brothersy right now. <laughs> There's a lot of assholes walking around here right now that, like, like in by, the political world, but like, right here, you mean in this room? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Jesus, like those Democratic debates. Half the people up there were Cohen brothers characters. Like half of them. 
Like, who are you, fucking weirdos? <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah, that's the uh, world we live in right now. Fucking full-blown Coen Brothers, Brothers movie. movie. Yeah, I can see that. They're due for another one, aren't they? They just did that Netflix thing, the Westerns. Yeah, I, haven't, um, I have not watched all that yet. I have not either. Uh, oh, was that like the Ballad of uh, uh, Buster, Buster Scruggs. Scruggs? Yeah. I watched about 25 minutes of It's that. like three fucking hours, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty long. Yeah. And I couldn't even... Uh, and it's, get it's into broken it. up. It's like six yeah, it's little like stories. stories. I think it was originally going to be like a series, and then they decided to make a movie it's out hard, of it. Hard to follow. Not everybody, I've, <laughs> hard to follow. From what I've heard, everybody loved uh, Tom Waits. Apparently, he shows I up in it. Didn't get to Tom Waits. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, but no, apparently, yeah, that's that's the one thing I hear. Everybody praises him. The other one of theirs. Well, are, what's fucking new? Like, Tom yeah. Waits. The other one of theirs I really need to watch is the one with. The dude Oscar Isaacs, I guess, is that his name? Uh, where he play? He's playing the folk singer. In, oh, in in the same movie? No, is, uh, or what is it? The right. the Coen Brothers movie about the folk singer, who I think is played by Oscar, whatever his name is, Oscar Isaacs, I think. Folk singer, not familiar with that one. Hold on, hold your horses. Mm. It is called, and I've seen. I have it sitting at home. I just haven't watched it. Oh, Inside Lewin Davis. Yes. Yes. So I have that at home and haven't watched it yet. I have not seen this yet. I guess I desperately need to. Is his name actually Oscar Isaac? Yes, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Yeah, so it's supposed to be really good. Uh, He's, you know, a 60s folk singer. And uh, I've probably owned it for like four or five years now. Timberlake's in it too? Sure. I don't know. I haven't watched it. Apparently. God damn it. Just looking at the trailer. I've been rewatching their old stuff and... Man, some of those old ones are so- Barton yeah, Fink is, is so good. Mm-hmm. It really, it's so fucking good. <laughs> and I like the Hudsucker Proxy, even though yeah, I think it's hysterical. Like at some point out, it's basically a Looney Tunes cartoon. But mm-hmm. like, what's wrong with that? Like it's great. I didn't even know they did the Hudsucker Proxy. Oh really? Mm-hmm. And I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I really do. I love yeah, I mean it. they had uh, just their their whole stretch of you know Blood Simple Raising Arizona yeah. Miller's Crossing oh, Raising Arizona Fink. Yeah. yeah that was actually God, that was, that that was just on TV the so other day good. I'm so bad with directors and and like the the back the the cast of right. I've never so, seen yeah. Miller's Crossing Excellent gangster movie Oh I, I, I mean who who's the main lead it's Gabriel um, Byrne Yes it has yeah. to be good Yeah it's so fucking good uh, Barton Fink Hudsucker Proxy Fargo Yeah uh, Big Lebowski Oh Brother Where Art Thou and then their first one that might be didn't favorite. click with me, uh, the, man, yes, yes. the man who wasn't there. I only got halfway through right, it. Right, yeah. With, I don't uh, know Billy if Bob it was Thornton. the black and never white or the one. fact that Billy Bob is just sputtering through that whole right. film. Like, he never... Like, Billy Bob's one of those guys that really fucking grabs a hold of a movie mm-hmm. and makes it his. Right. And it's almost like they told him, don't do that. <laughs> like, they specifically told him, don't be yourself. Because he just... That whole movie is like sleepwalking. Right. Yeah, it just I, that was a huge disappointment to me mm-hmm. when I saw that. It just yeah, it did not click at all. Then the intolerable cruelty, which apparently there was a lot of interference. That's the one with George Clooney and Catherine Zeta Jones, mm-hmm. like romantic comedy something or other. Hmm. Is that what happened there? Somebody yeah, was, like I think was it was sticking their nose in it. Yeah, okay, that that's, makes sense. That's my understanding. So yeah, apparently I haven't even like I've only caught pieces of it uh, because everything I heard just said you know it, yeah. does, it doesn't feel like a Coen Brothers movie. But then they came back with the Lady Killers remake. Which I enjoyed that quite a bit with Tom Hanks. That is widely considered their worst movie, and I disagree. I yeah, think it's I, fine. You're right. I had a really good time. I with don't it. know. Yeah, I don't know what Never people wanted. It. Once uh, again, 
Oh man, it's got Tom, some Tom Hanks yeah. and like basically assembles a crew for this heist. Uh, but they're like, li- you know, they're under the guise of being these musicians that are practicing in this old lady's house that they're renting out. Okay. Um, and then things just go horribly awry. What What, what year would is that? It's, that was two thousand four. Yeah, right around there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but then, it's good. Then they did a couple shorts, and then came back with No Country for Old Men, mm-hmm. which is you know a masterpiece. Movie, right. Burn After Reading, which I think is really underrated. I thought mm-hmm. that was really I, funny. I saw that. I thought that was good. Uh, mm-hmm. A Serious Man was the other one that did not click with me. I haven't seen that. Uh, it's that it's is. very uh, it's very Jewish. You fat Irish prick. <laughs> and then what? True Grit? So let me see. Set in 1957. Set in 1967. I need new contacts. Uh, set in 1967. Uh, the film blah 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 stars whoever uh, as a Minnesota Jewish man whose life crumbles both professionally and personally, leading him to questions about his faith. Yeah, it didn't, for some reason it just didn't it didn't work for me. Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker! You <laughs> they fucking love that North Midwest, right? Then came True Grit, was which was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inside Lulu and Davis, which I haven't watched. Uh, Hail Caesar, which was okay. Yeah, how was that? I never got to that one, but yeah. it looked like it was fun. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It had moments. It was yeah. decent. They but don't not have great. like that's just it. I don't. I don't need the Coen Brothers to like blow me away every time. Right. They can just be like the Hudsucker Proxy is just fun. Right. It's just a fun film. You know, for kids. <laughs> you know, they actually <laughs> kind of. That's the second movie they ever wrote. But they were so dead set. On having Paul Newman, they waited. They waited for Paul because Paul, Mo- no, Paul Newman was convinced he was he couldn't do it. He's right. like, I'm not funny enough to do this role. And finally, I don't know what convinced him, but he came around, and it was worth the fucking wait. <laughs> and I also learned that they wrote. He's, he's another guy that's good in everything. They were trying to write. I don't remember what they were trying to write, but he was stuck, and because he was stuck, they wrote Barton Fink. <laughs> like to get over their writer's block, they wrote a movie about a guy with writer's block. Right, and it's uh, it's fucking great. Right, oh, it's genius. Fucking Cohen Brothers. I know they are. They are fucking special. You don't realize how good they are until you run the list. Right. I mean, they, they had such a string of just oh, great. Man. I mean, you know, most directors are lucky to have you know a few good movies. No, right? you know, yeah. but and then every now and then you'll get you know some a director that has. Multiple great movies. Mm-hmm. It's just insane to think. They're about. right up there with, with, with Tarantino mm-hmm. as making not just good movies but entertaining movies. Right. Yeah. It's they don't strike out a lot. Like I think James right. Cameron just makes entertaining movies. I think when you strip them all down, they're all pretty basic. Like he doesn't do anything. I've I've almost spe- gr- spectacular from a story standpoint. I've almost grown yeah. anti James Cameron. How can you not be? Like, like you're as done I, with as, it. As I go back over, like some yeah. of uh, Avatar is great. I, I, I thought you know, Avatar, like Avatar. That one didn't the, grab the me. Plot, really, mm. the plot is so boring. Visually, it was amazing. The scene yes. in the theater. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's like Titanic. Right. Visually, yes, this is fucking incredible. Or the abyss. Yeah, the abyss is the crap. Abyss. Visually, it's this is for the time period that was groundbreaking right. stuff he was doing. Yeah. But, but it's man, like, it's Ed, Harris. Ed Harris, Ed Harris, under right. yeah. uh. fucking ocean. <laughs> but even like Terminator Two, I can't really watch the same way I used to for some reason. It just doesn't grab me the same way the first Terminator does, where it's just fucking mean and violent mm-hmm. and nasty. Terminator, it's gritty. Terminator Two is a little gets a little flashy, it's polished, you know? yeah. right? 
It doesn't have quite that same feel to it. Well, I think they just saw the potential for that that cha-ching. To to make a billion dollars. That's what what that was. And that's what he sees now. And God, that movie was, when that came out, that was like the biggest fucking thing ever that summer. That's still one of the best sequels ever. Right. It's still, it has to be. Since it's movie night on the podcast, that's what's (laughs) taken over. I wanted to ask you, I have have a, uh, a coworker of mine lent me a copy of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Okay. Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw. I actually saw a sneak preview of it uh, in Towson Movie Theater. <laughs> I knew you first opened up. Of course you did. Uh, it's crap. It's crap. Is I it? So. I swear yeah. to God, I thought I think I'm zombied out. I'm gonna watch and it been, and have been for years. When the first time I ever heard of that was in God Bless America, the book that he loans the secretary, and I thought it was a joke. Uh huh. I had no idea that was an a actual book. fucking book. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know. I only that screening was the only time I've seen it, so I don't know if maybe it plays better now that I know what to expect. Okay, um, I'm gonna watch it yeah. regardless since he, you know, he lent it to Have me. I seen? mean, I, I more enjoyed like around the same period. There was one called Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse about this group of scouts that go out and you know the like boy scouts, like buddies, like they sneak out, okay. uh, but then the zombie apocalypse happens while they're in the woods. Oh, of course, uh, <laughs> and then they have to come back and save As people, like including like they have a crush on one guy's older sister or something. She works at a strip club. Uh, the strip club is called Lawrence of Alabias, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is probably like one of the funniest jokes I've ever seen. That's a great <laughs> like, sight joke. Like, I saw that. Oh. I was fucking dying. I'm like, so I'm like, I'm like that automatically. Oh. <laughs> It automatically rose that that movie rose like two or three points just on that joke alone. Lawrence of Arabia is fantastic. You know that movie was written around that joke. <laughs> Absolutely, right? it had to be. yes, right, yeah. a thousand percent. <laughs> it's like bushwhacked meets I don't know Sopranos. Yeah, I had fucking no. Yeah, I had no idea that it was real until I saw that movie. That's a good movie though. God bless America. Y'all, that's fantastic. I never saw that. Oh, it's Bobcat Goldthwait directed. Directed it. It's another one of his, and I think What's, we've had I think we've had discussions about Bobcat Goldthwait's directing career on this I show. Did, well, yeah, but it was about uh, the Bigfoot movie. Yeah, which yeah. sucked. I didn't like that one. Uh, um, God bless America is just about this old man who's just shitty about everything. Except you find yourself agreeing with everything. It's this like old man you know, what, about. it's like falling down. Falling right, down. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm just gonna but say for that. for and, the two thousands, right? And oh. he has this little girl with him that like is. I don't even know how to explain the relationship. Um, I, I can't remember how she got with him. It's not. It's I like mean, Paper Moon almost. <laughs> like it's like there's nothing sexual right, about this right, old right. man and this young girl. But of course not. He was just just jizzle fucking kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Joel Murray. Which is, <laughs> really? Which is yeah, it's also great. And, I, I really do want to. But see that it. is so funny. Yeah, it's him just fucking talking shit about everything that's bullshit with the world today, and and taking them out too, like putting uh, it right. into action. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. All like, right, like the super si- sixteen, super sweet sixteen girls. <laughs> right. That's that's the first thing he goes after. Then he goes after to, I I guess would be a Bill O'Reilly or Tucker Carlson type character. Mm-hmm. That's next on his list, and he's just kind of going across the country, taking care of business. So I think the Bobcat Goldthwait movie we America. talked about a lot was. Um, World's Greatest Dad with Robin Williams. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. In the same, is that right. him? Yeah. Bobcat <laughs> directed <laughs> that as well. Cat. I know Bobcat, it's, who would have ever thought that he would become this really edgy, crazy, good director? I mean, that's great. Yeah, with the exception of that shitty Bigfoot movie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Drawing Flies is my favorite shitty Bigfoot movie. <laughs> it's one of the view askew. Yeah. It's one of those Kevin Smith produced but not directed movies. Mm-hmm. I think I own it, actually. 
I may too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a couple of those vulgar. He's got a couple of those right. weird view askew family movies. Well, not family well, movies. My buddy Vince did one uh, for him called A Better Place. I haven't seen uh, that. That's actually really, really good. Definitely worth oh, checking I, out. I like. I just like him. I like everything he does. I'm looking forward to fucking the new Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. I, and it's going to be hammy and stupid, and I don't care. That's, that's all I want. All right. Yes. Right, yeah. All, yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> Like, I go to those movies with certain expectations, right? Uh, and they better fucking deliver. And I saw Chris Jericho's in it. I know they're bringing back. Again, Kevin Smith, everyone loves Kevin, so he's going to have... I, the movie's just going to be packed with people. Right. Oh, yeah. Plus, he just got over a heart attack, so they're like, let's get right, this Right, yeah, yeah. Like, he might not have much time left. Oh, my God. He's, have you seen him? I, yeah, he lost a bunch of weight. He's right. in amazing yeah. shape. I saw him... Um, well, I saw him on Rogan, but that was right after his heart attack. Like but he was, pro- he was in the... Pro- he was like... Turned vegan, he was exercising, he was like mm-hmm. eating his, you know, he was in like the best shape of his life and then had a fucking heart attack. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Goes to show you. I'm telling you. And he says those vegan people are like on him. Like, <laughs> we want you to, you know, want you to do commercials. And he's like, look, I don't do this because I like the lifestyle. I do it so that I don't die. Right. Like, I can't, I can't endorse something I don't really like. Right. right. <laughs> I'm veganism. I just don't want to have another heart attack. I've heard it. He's got a couple great lines. Like, all this time I thought I loved turkey and it turns out i just love gravy and i thought i always like loved chicken it was my favorite food and i i hate chicken i just like barbecue sauce all these years like yeah it's about right (laughs) so if you do want to uh you know perhaps we do want to discuss something a little less (laughs) movie-ish oh whatever i was enjoying the movies but if you want if you got another topic i mean by all means i mean i could talk movies for six hours Uh, yeah Uh, but but, you know if you want to jump on something else for a little bit maybe there's that one new bed that you want to play okay um which uh which one were you the one that's not about commercials and advertising okay (laughs) so commercials so we came up with some new beds some new uh transitions for different topics and this one this one's for when we talk conspiracy, so I'm hoping Bruce has a conspiracy to bring up. I got something, sort of. Right. I mean, it's leveled. Okay. Well. Now, woman, you see, it profit nothing to keep this conspiracy ba, ba, ba. ending further. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations conspiracy to do everything they can to stop these terrorists. Conspiracy. <laughs> Thank you. Now watch this drive. Conspiracy. Oh, W. Conspiracy. Now watch this drive. Kill us. I miss the cultural doldrums of the early aughts. Fuck about that. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. You know, it's kind of like going up to Jackie Onassis with a rifle pendant on, you know? Conspiracy. 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 Kill us. All right. Nice. <laughs> Good job, Jeffro. Thanks, buddy. So, I wondering if maybe I could get your guys' thoughts on this whole Area 51 thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I hope it's real. <laughs> uh, according to the petition that I looked at, or the, I, I don't even know what you would call it, it's got over a million people on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've heard the guy that started it is just, just like, I was just fucking around. <laughs> right, know. right. I don't doubt it. I don't know what's hey, wrong with these people. That's, why, that's how we got a president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I did see one person actually post, 
you know this is a government's conspiracy so that they get you to rush a restricted area so they can declare martial law. I'm like, wow, that's really deep. Like, yes, yes, let's take it in this direction. (laughs) (laughs) The the government's behind this all along. I love it. (laughs) So, yeah, maybe, but... You know, there have been rumors about Area 51 for as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Oh, as long as our parents have been alive. Right. So why is it just coming to a head now? Because I'll tell you why. Okay. Because Bob Lazar. Are you guys familiar with Bob Lazar? No. Tell me who he is. So he was a former work. He worked at Area 51 Mm -hmm. and he has all the credentials and history there to prove it. And he was just on Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm. And he talked for three hours about it. And as anyone does. As anyone does. And he unleashed a bunch of random knowledge, you know, and it's been and it's been proven that they tried to erase his employment history there. Did he did he verify alien life forms or did he just say a bunch of stuff is like he verified all of it? Like he verified the technology (laughs) and says that there's there are ships there. And he was in the division that worked on the uh, uh, propulsion or whatever the fuck oh, yeah. it was. Right. Now, Grant, th- he seems like an intelligent guy. He's not the type of guy who is he's, – he's not a UFO hunter by any means. Right. He, for no. decades, he was – Blink 182? He was – no, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently he just um, was like a hermit because so many people were after him because he went on some – what was a syndicated uh, – like there was some kind of syndicated radio show uh, that he was, yeah, yeah, went yeah. on. I know that weird one. I okay. can't remember. Anyway, it, but yeah, it's irrelevant. This guy was getting hounded for years, and then finally comes out on the biggest fucking podcast platform mm-hmm. of twenty nineteen. Currently, you know. right. I don't. I wonder if Joe realizes that half the people that go on his show are just doing it to get their stupid message out because Joe isn't knowledgeable or smart enough to <laughs> challenge these people on anything. Right. I love Joe, but rarely it and I've searched him out unless there, unless it's martial arts or re- physical yes, fitness. Yes, unless it's something that he absolutely right. knows backwards and forwards. He's just okay, yeah. He's just a good right. interviewer. I, that's what I hear. Right. Right. It doesn't matter what they say. <laughs> now, you said all black women should be beheaded. Well, yeah, but you have to understand that would be better for... Right. right. <laughs> like, he doesn't question anybody on anything. And yeah, don't fucking yeah. people love Joe. No, I, I'm I'm a fan. I would say he questions... It depends on who's there, but... Yeah. I mean, I'll listen to a show. It depends on the guest. Yeah, it definitely depends on the hear, guest. You know, I, but... just don't, I don't need to hear Jordan Peterson run his mouth for three hours. Yeah, but I'll listen to so, fucking Jake the Snake Roberts talk about coke and <laughs> DDP was on there. It was, that was a great podcast. I, yeah, I, I heard some of the DDP one. Yeah, showing up his his commercials. So according to Wikipedia, there is a list of potential uh, topics, uh, potential interest in Area Fifty One because of these bullet points. So Area 51 has become the focus of modern conspiracy theories due to its secretive nature and connection to classified aircraft research. Theories include the storage, examination, and reverse engineering of crashed alien spacecraft, including materials supposedly recovered at Roswell, the study of their occupants, and the manufacture of aircraft based on alien technology. And that's the big one that I heard, the wreckage from Roswell. Mm-hmm. Is that was always yes. the thing yes. when I was growing up. That's, that's always what was, been the main right, thing. That was what was in Area 51. Uh, these other ones, I mean, I guess can sort of uh, – some of the shit I don't even know shit about. Uh, so meetings or joint undertakings with extraterrestrials, which, I mean, 
I guess that could be a secret meeting spot. The development of exotic energy weapons for the Strategic Defense Initiative or other weapons programs. Nice. The development of weather control. (laughs) Seems a little far-fetched to me, but, you know, I'll go with it. Oh, man. Uh, The development of time travel or in teleportation technology. The development of exotic propulsion systems related to the Aurora program. Which I don't know what the Aurora program is either, but it sounds alienish. Um, <laughs> sounds super important and secretive. Or activities related to a shadowy one-world government or the Majestic Twelve organization. Mm. I don't know what that is either. I don't know. Um, so the Aurora aircraft is a. Uh, it's got a documentary on Netflix too. So that probably the, the Aurora. No, Bob, 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 Bob Lazar. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that helps Area 51. Too. Let me see. Aurora was rumored mid-'80s American uh, reconnaissance aircraft. There's no substantial evidence that it was ever built or flown, and it has been termed a myth. <laughs> okay, so I'll shoot that down. Sort of like, I guess, like sort of like a stealth bomber, or but reconnaissance and not offensive, maybe. Right. Um, the Majestic 12, purported organization that appears in UFO conspiracy theories. The organization is claimed to be the code name of an alleged... A uh, secret committee of scientists, military leaders, and government officials formed in 1947 by an executive order by U.S. President Harry S. Truman to facilitate recovery and investigation of alien spacecraft. So that's what the Majestic 12 is. Great. Here's my problem with so, the whole alien thing. Okay. Let's do it. If they have <laughs> all this technology, yes. which means they must be so much more advanced what, than we can wait, even imagine. Wait, wait. Rewind, rewind for a second. Uh, let's eliminate the word if. let's just talk facts here right right this is real talk okay they're they're so much smarter than us when you say they have this technology you mean the aliens or the government the aliens okay okay they can we don't even know where they are but they can get to us okay which means shouldn't logic tell you that they kind of have an idea about what we are and what's going on down here uh, well, which is the... probably why they stay the fuck away exactly it seems to me like if I were that much more advanced I would look at this place like a zoo Maybe that's what it is. It's like it's like Rick and Morty, where we're just a television <laughs> show, and it's just their entertainment. All the UFOs are the tic tac that the that the fighter pilots saw flying left and right and whatever. It's just a video camera. Like, wouldn't they just, just look at us like surveillance? Like, look at these monkeys killing each other for no reason. <laughs> but but one, I mean, how do we know that they're not just like suicide missions? You know? Maybe that's true. You know, they're just you know, let's say they're a home planet. They just shot off. Yeah. You know, Krypton. Krypton's a, dying. Fills in. Uh, you know, a thousand spacecraft in different directions to try to find something. Uh, and yeah. just you know, they're research vessels, and you know, they're aware that they're they don't have enough of whatever space crystals they need to get back home. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, all right. Yeah. You know, so, quite, quite the picture you're painting. So, right, right. so Danny sent her blood riders out in all directions from the red from the red waste. Exactly. And right. found Karth. There you go. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, obviously, there's life on other planets. Yeah, they'd be arrogant we're, to think there isn't. We're not alone in this universe. No, right. was it the not fer- even remotely. Silly. Fermi right. paradox. Without- S- silly. The what? The Fermi paradox is this guy who said mathematically there has to be right yeah yeah there's it's it's insane know. even if they're slugs that right. breathe fucking hydrogen right. like, there's right. something out there exactly like, right something of some organic life somewhere oh I mean but I don't even I don't 
this crew. I definitely don't think we are the only evolved. <laughs> he is an alien. Yeah, right? like, Bob God. Lazar looks like an alien. Bob Lazar, right. Something's wrong here. I think he's just trying to get the word out about himself. Right, he's going to tear off his face. He's going to be lizard underneath. Like, uh-huh. Like he's That'll, V. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right there. there you go. It's yeah. They Live. <laughs> he's They Live Yeah, exactly shit. right. Give me my sunglasses. <laughs> no, it, that, he's, he's wearing like the pedophile eyeglasses. Yes. Like the classic those, yes. 80s pedophile. Yes, those are right. definitely I Touch Little Kid glasses. <laughs> right. The rims, the frames. At least he's changed it up since then. But. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, UFO bought... engine diagram. Here's proof, Scott. <laughs> right. Scott, what more proof do you need? I love I love they drew the little spaceman on it. Of course. <laughs> For scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little guy. <laughs> guy right there. I was arguing with uh, one of my dishwashers about the pyramids because he thinks the aliens, of course, help with that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, here's another question I have. Again, you yes. have all this wonderful technology and all this advancement, and you came and you found this planet full of things that you actually were able to communicate with, and the best you could do was teach them how to make a better rock pile. <laughs> now, I can't believe – I mean, yes, sure, I, maybe they taught us geometry, and we did it ourselves – now, like, that's a better argument but the line <laughs> the way they line up is it's astrologically significant like they point to certain things in the sky and they are at certain latitudes and longitudes on the earth like the pyramids all around the earth going from uh what's the what's the one in south america uh like the incan pyramids or yeah Australia mayan or right. incan or whatever the fuck they are mayan. apparently there there are like significant Latitudes and longitudes between those and the Egyptian pyramids. Well, I mean, if they're lining them all up with stars, and astronomy is a science. That's, I meant astronomy. I said astrology. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. We all do it. We say it all the time. A tomato, tomato. Right. I mean, <laughs> logic says that they're looking at the same sky. What else are you going to fucking do? Like, <laughs> listen to the radio? I like, guess. You yeah. got nothing to do. There's not even any artificial light. Like, there's no light pollution. So the sky must have been fucking awesome back Ooh. then. It must have been. In Egypt, it probably still is. Oh, the show of shows. Like, it must have been incredible. But there's a lot of work. I mean, it took hundreds of years to build the pyramids, right? right. If yeah. not thousands. Yes, and a lot of Hebrews. And a lot of <laughs> Hebrews. Tons of them. Piles of Hebrews. I also like the theory that they are actually uh, – they weren't slaves. They were contract workers, and the exodus is less of a slave revolt and more like a union walkout. <laughs> Which I, I've heard that before. I absolutely love that theory. I think it's a better story. Well, <laughs> apparently, it says – they say it makes more sense that way because they can tell that they were fed well and they had like quality items. They weren't mm-hmm. slaves. They were paid workers. They could write. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they could read, period. <laughs> They, uh, they could read and write. Plus, the terrain was very, very different back then. They said it was like lush. and it, mm-hmm. it's Oh, more, yeah. That river valley was a fucking river valley. Yeah. You could – there was food and water for days. Yeah. Know, it wasn't a desert. Let's be real. They were still shitting at it. Oh, yeah. Of course they were. And that was before the Romans irrigated the Sahara, which is hilarious. It's amazing. We can't do it again. But these fucking rock eaters could pull it off. <laughs> Doesn't isn't that just more alien? Like every proof? every single person right, yeah. in that empire was slowly dying of lead poisoning, and they got so much more accomplished than we ever could. <laughs> Dude, it's the aliens. I'm telling you. I'm with you. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so now, what about this 
so do we really think there's going to be an or like are people actually starting to take this walk this raid on Area Fifty One? Really they picked so. a date, hope so. September twentieth. I want to <laughs> stay these. tuned. I don't know. <laughs> Wheezing, asthmatic twenty year olds that haven't <laughs> stepped away from a computer screen in fifteen years, all coming in cosplay. Like, they've got right. they've got on their carpal tunnel gloves. <laughs> they're furry. Like, they're all doing the fucking Sasaki run from Dragon Ball Z. They're all like, I can't wait. And just getting mowed down with some 50 cal gun. One guy, <laughs> one guy with a Gatlin gun, just, you know, mowing down oh, rows do, 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 of do, do, nerds. Do, 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 do. Like, they can't stop all this. No, they absolutely it's be like the can. Seven, where he's just like, they can. They pretty have, easily. We yeah. have flying murder robots. They don't even need to, like, go outside to take care of you all. Like, <laughs> uh uh, I saw it happen. Uh, I posted uh, Stone Cold. He <laughs> took the selfie. He's like, "Who's bringing the beer?" Oh, they. Oh, God! Everyone did. Uh, did you see the one where it's 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 fucking Stone Cold? I think The Rock is in on it. Danny DeVito. Oh yeah, posts on it. I wonder if they can t- take yeah. my Magnum Dong. <laughs> yeah, they, can't, they can't stop me in my Magnum <laughs> Dong. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's entertaining. No, you know, either way. No, it's yeah, it's just a good distraction. It's yeah, a great well, distraction. One point four million have already signed it. There's <gasps> there's horrible shit going on, and you know what? This is a fun distraction, temporarily. <laughs> Distract you from fucking Trump and Nancy Pelosi teaming up to attack young Congress the, the squad. <laughs> Attacking That's the squad. Amazing. So on the fa- on the, fa- the Facebook. Event. The Facebook event page titled uh, Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us. Uh, they explain in their mission statement, apparently, uh, we will all meet up at Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry. <laughs> if we Naruto run, we can run faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. <laughs> so apparently the Naruto run is a, uh ostrich-like sprint of a popular Japanese anime character. Of course it is. <laughs> of yeah. course it is. Yeah. Right. That's uh, so ridiculous. Yeah. I'm on board. Let's do this. Oh yeah, it's great. I can't wait. I mean, Please. I don't obviously don't want to be the front line. No, but you know, I'll, I'll bring up the rear. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, you're giving a lot more dedication than I am. I mean, I'll watch it if it's live stream. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch, watch it. news, right? I'll take a war room position. I don't really want to be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly, some people are going to show up. Of course, they are. So, 100%. out of what? What is the percentage? Let's see, 1.4 million in less than when was it posted? Like a week ago, give or take. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So we got a few months beforehand. I think it's going to gain traction. Yeah. I think it's going to gain traction it, too. It'll get up to like three or four million. Guaranteed. Okay. Let's say four million. Yeah. Four million people say they're going to go. Uh huh. What do you think the percentage of people that would go is actually going to be? It's going to be tens of thousands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd say max a well, hundred thousand. And that's like, a lot of people. That's, that's the, an NFL. That's, that's a, the Rose Bowl. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> right, a stadium. Right. That's a big stadium. <laughs> that is. That's now, the big house. Can, that's you, a, yeah. can you imagine what a clusterfuck that is going to turn out oh to be down God. there? Because Just it's, driving it's there not, alone. It's not like Area 51 no. is like a town. No. It's, like, it's in the middle of the It's a military desert. base in the middle of the fucking <laughs> desert. Like There aren't like bathrooms and oh like you God. know rest stops you're and gonna, stuff like gonna there be finding you know how many cars are going to get stuck on random cacti just right. like trying to park in the middle of the fucking <laughs> desert a hundred thousand cars they're going to be finding empty combo bags and mountain, <laughs> mountain dew code <laughs> red cans years. for decades right <laughs> D- littering 
the American Southwest. Oh. Like broken wagon wheels. Like this is the next migration. And at the end of it, like when everybody is like dying of dehydration and stuff. <laughs> yes. And that-, that that is when they're gonna like launch a spaceship. <laughs> Just to fuck with them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you will not live to tell anyone. I mean, you know what's funny is I hope that this results in a couple of these just horribly out of shape nerds like, you know, working on diet and exercise, you know, getting ready for the raid. And then, you know what? They're just going to be better off and they're going <laughs> to they're gonna be like <laughs> training for the day. Yeah. Right. Like, you know what? This was Maybe a, I don't need to do this. This is a positive thing. Yeah. Time to change that lifestyle. I just can't wait to see the vendors that set up there oh beforehand of course. And, or start selling like nine dollar water bottles. Right, genius! We're gonna make a fortune. Like, you guys like want to go 50, in for uh, that fifty dollar water bottle? I right? would go there for that. You haven't. <laughs> you look like a man who hasn't had a jewel pod in six hours. <laughs> Forty dollars. Right, you got like <laughs> fucking vape stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it'll be amazing. Oh yeah, they're gonna Pokemon love it. cards. You yes. can have all. You, right. Ah, you, I mean, you could make an easy right. fifty grand right. in a weekend. Right. It's I will anally probe you for twenty dollars. Oh, genius. If we can attach Stranger Things, there might be even be a girl or two that's going <laughs> to show up. That's another thing. This is an all-male expedition. Oh, it's a sausage party. This sure. is, I mean, this is yeah. like literally, this is Columbus's ship. There's no women on this thing at all. <laughs> oh. that's, what bo- that's what bugs me out the most about all these posts, is most of them just involve raping aliens. And I, <laughs> I don't know why that's become the primary focus, but apparently this is all to get alien ass. <laughs> Ray Ty up there on the Pornhub metrics. Right, right. Fucking an alien. It's right under stepmom. I know, I, know what I, I know what I'm searching tonight. Right under stepmom and right above uh, daughter. <laughs> yeah. Or or what was the what was the big one? What's the video uh, game? Oh, Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fortnite porn. I'm sure there's a big thing. Tons of Fortnite porn. Yeah. Well, uh, we did the porn rankings. <laughs> I think I, I think I listened to that right. one. Yeah. We, yeah, we did the porn rankings, and it was high. Fortnite was, was extremely fucking, high. What was the Mario character? That was high. Princess Peach. There? No, not Princess Peach. It's the evil princess. <laughs> Daisy. It was Peach. something like that, but uh, but I believe you guys were under the impression it was like a female Bowser, and it's not. It's oh. just like it's like a Princess Peach with horns. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, don't Bowsette remember what her name is. Something? something silly yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. <laughs> porn rankings. Peach. What the Princess Poison Ivy Peach? Who the fuck are these people? Well, that sounds creepy. List of Mario franchise characters. Because <laughs> this is this is so ridiculous. This is what I'm doing with my night. <laughs> <laughs> Wario, <laughs> uh, Princess Daisy. What the hell's a Koopaling? That's weird. <laughs> I thought the Koopaling Area Fifty One slash Luigi meme. I just happened to stumble upon. <laughs> fucking oh, nice. serendipity once again. <laughs> Poochie. There's a character named Poochie. <laughs> I thought he had to return to his home planet. More aliens. Hoodsworth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bowser, yeah, this Bowser podcast Jr. is really taken, <laughs> taking a turn for the <laughs> really went off the rails. Bizarre, <laughs> Toadette. That's okay. Diddy Kong. Oh, that's just donkeys. I don't know. Connect nephew. Birdo. Baby Luma. Yeah. So a bunch of people are going to get killed at Area Fifty One. I can't I'm, wait. I'm gonna it's going to be so good. It's going to keep reading names for a while. I want their stuff. Boom boom. <laughs> they got cool. You know they all have cool shit. Dry Bowser. 
as opposed to lube Bowser? King Boo laughs in 3,000 rounds per minute. Madam Brood. Yes, that's the fir- that is the first meme I saw about yeah. any of this. Yep. Is like that <laughs> asshole with a gun. When you see people on social media posting about storming Area 51 saying they can't stop all of us, laughs in 3,000 rounds per minute. That is a lot of fucking rounds. That's a lot of rounds. <laughs> like, that is like shoot people in half rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many rounds per second is that? 3,000 per minute. Can anybody do math here? No. There's 60 no. seconds. 500, right? No. So it's, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. 50. Is it 50? 50, 50. Yeah, it makes more sense. 50 a second. A second? 3,000. So 50 times. It, no, it's yeah, 500. 500 because with the zeros, yeah. 500 that, That's fucking insane. 500 rounds a second is nuts. One Mississippi. That's 500 bullets. <laughs> that can't be right because two <laughs> seconds will be 1,000, so it has to be 50. Oh, it's 50, yeah. yeah. Still. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just going with you. Was, <laughs> no, right. That's yeah. potentially 50 dead people in a second. Right. Yeah. No, it's 50. You're right. You're right. But that's nuts. That's still insane. Just right. In a second. <laughs> one one thousand. That's fifty seconds. Let's try it again. One one thousand. <laughs> you just murdered. Just mowing down. And it's going through people. Fat right. winded kids. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. One bo- one one chubbo is not stopping that bullet. Yeah. No. You're taking right. out two or three at least. Right. Oh. Just getting cut in half. Oh, they should pay per view it. They should. Yes. Oh my god. Are you kidding? (laughs) I I wouldn't pay eighty dollars to see the Conor McGregor fight, but I would pay eighty dollars to watch this shit. Watch. I would. I would. I would sit in in a stadium and watch it on a big screen like they do for road playoff games. Like I, I would do that. <laughs> With a fucking like alien foam finger, yeah, yes. one really long yes. finger. <laughs> CIA totally number on one, totally on board. Oh. What a fucking mess! Holy shit! Yeah, I really want people to do this. I oh, know, please. Like, really? We got too many people. Just you'll be lying. We'll build a statue to all of you assholes. <laughs> That's all they want. They just want to be remembered. We'll remember you if you do this. All right. We'll build a statue of one giant asshole. Yes. That'll literally be what it is. I mean, I won't remember. (laughs) Right. That's what I was getting at. (laughs) I won't remember you personally, but I will remember the homage of the asshole yeah. right. that was it'll erected. be like that that teardrop 9-11 right. statue <laughs> yeah. that, it'll, it'll, it'll be an, it'll be an asshole with a tear dropping <laughs> out of it that right. russia sent us that just looks like a clitoris <laughs> a crying asshole <laughs> uh, we'll etch it in the side of the mountains it'll be great <laughs> oh. <laughs> or they just do it in like a like crop circle art <laughs> so you can only see it from real high up. It's just for the aliens. It's just for them. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like those giant fucking... What are those? Those. They have them in England, and they're all in the shape of giants. They just made them into oh. the ground. Oh, the, the uh, East Island, Island thing? No, 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 no. They're in like the English countryside, like around where you'd find Stonehenge. But somehow these assholes made like dry, giant drawings of human beings. Oh, right, right. And, like the hills. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I don't even know. How, you, how did you even pull that off? Just someone like yelling into a cone of driftwood? <laughs> like, that's insane. Like this? Yeah. About? I mean, it's nothing that special, but when you fig- oh, figure no, from- that that's thousands of years old. That took some effort. 
How how big do you think that dick is? I don't know. I love that it's the most detailed part of all of it. <laughs> right, right. The rest of it is like a stick figure with a big cock. <laughs> you know what? It warms my heart to know that humanity never changes. Never changes. No, right, right. it's still it's the same old shit. So so I googled giant human statues in hills, England, and it comes up, which is uh. It's just these, like, yeah, it's like crop circle, it looks like. Yeah. Like, that style. But they're just, they're, they've just been there forever. Giant stick figure of this guy. Guy with big squiggly holding arms. a club. Like, his nipples are off-center, but that cock is perfect. <laughs> He's got <laughs> cock for days. Right, and it's not even droopy. I mean, that's full. No, one, yeah, like, at, a, at attention. He is full. <laughs> oh, here's oh, another one. They've right. all got giant cocks. Right, right. There's something going on over there. <laughs> this one's got a mustache. Oh, that's got great. Natty Bo mustache. Yeah. This guy's bat is I've terrible. never even heard of these before. No, they're absurd. <laughs> oh, look, someone slipped out Homer in there. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh. oh, the, the Homer is chalk. Uh-huh. Giant angers pagans. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is possibly the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, oh that's entertaining. Oh, yeah. no, not the pagans. Look that up. Wait, is that a big flowery dick? What, what the hell's happening with that one? It is. Or is that... I don't know. Oh, someone did that. Somebody went behind him and turned his dick into a flower. That's wonderful. I'm going to piss off these outs. pagans. I know. God. I wonder, those things are huge. They are massive. I, I, I'd love to see... There's nothing to put like for scale. Oh, there's people. Holy shit, they're giant. Yeah, right. they're fucking big. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Like, how did you... It had to be someone had to be 500 yards away and just people running back and forth. No, put that rock two steps to the left. Or I don't even know what the hell this is. I don't even know what it's made of. It, it looks, looks like, like rocks. Yeah, some, some like those are paths. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So we need but to go there and that, get pictures of us just holding on to that giant dong. <laughs> that, that dick like, is probably bigger than the red zone. Yeah, <laughs> like it's probably longer. Right, it's got to be thirty yards, <laughs> easily. That is hysterical. Oh, I, yeah, I'd, I'd go to England for that. Yeah, yeah that's that's gonna be and, a that, and that's picture. what all these Area Fifty Ones are getting. <laughs> Big crying butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so that's from a night. Yeah. God, crazy. Thank God we have television and computers. Look at what you did when you were bored back then. Oh my God! Wait! Oh, they're standing on it. There. <laughs> Look, go, uh, uh, go, go straight up, straight up, and then that to the right. That's oh yeah. yeah! Nice yeah. zoom in. Uh huh. It's a close up of the balls. <laughs> so that's, but that's, uh, that's what it's all about, fellas. Yeah, these guys are standing on the deck. See, right? Uh-huh. Oh, dude, yeah. it has to be just the whole point of this, right? Yeah. When are you gonna go shake his hand? Like, right. no, you, you got to get on that dick. All right. So you, you and that's great. All right, so you you and you and Guinea John can each take a ball, sure, and I'll just I'll lay on top of the shaft. We could lay on the ball, right? Like, there you go. You know, like making a snowman, mm-hmm. yeah, or making a snow angel rather. Right, yeah, well, yeah, you need oh, to like oh. lay down on it, but look like you're holding on for dear life. Right, yeah. exactly. Oh, right, right. Like... <laughs> Don't forget to cup the balls. All right, I'll I'll, I'll buy our yeah. tickets next week. Hill figures. <laughs> the Cern Abyss Giant. That's what it's called. Cern Abyss Giant Hill. Check it out, folks. If you want to look at... If you want to look at... Giant... Poorly drawn dicks. <laughs> yeah, cave dick. Yes. <laughs> giant druid-made cocks. 
<laughs> so yes, that's the kind of show you got tonight. Yep, and every night. There's no sh- there's no shortage of dick. Nope, not in this room. <laughs> no, we we pussyfooted around with Ernest and Dabney Coleman, but you knew we were getting to dicks eventually. <laughs> right? Yeah, this is the meat of the show. Yeah, the movie talk was just an appetizer. Yeah. Get for the it. cock entree. <laughs> <laughs> so what else we got, oh, fellas? I don't know. I know Scott's trying to get in some political talk. He's brought no. it, he's brought it up a couple times. No, it's all right. Yeah. There's nothing to talk about. I think you're right. Yeah, I've watched like zero news or yeah. I feel like, like I'd have to prepare lately, better. Right? I mean, I'm just gonna end up talking out just, my ass. Yeah, we're months off from literally anyone caring. <laughs> I do recommend watching the debates, though. It's very rare that you get to watch somebody's political career just crumble before your very eyes. <laughs> and Joe Biden is on one of the most epic streaks of failure <laughs> I've ever seen in politics. It's amazing. In this climate where the president has proved that nothing's out of bounds, you can do whatever you want, he's still falling apart like, like the fucking villain at the end of The Last Crusade. After drinking out of the Holy Grail. Just wither, withering before your Yes, body. it's amazing. <laughs> it's an absolute riot. I mean, that's what we do in America. Nothing. The only thing we love more than building somebody up is tearing them down. And it's so much fun. So, yeah, it's fun watching this elderly man just stumble th- through things. I was learning about his one son, Hunter. But, man, look him up if you want proof that we're actually living in a Coen Brothers movie. He's... A fucking riot. Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden. He's fascinating. I'm assuming this is not the one that died. No, no, but he is fucking his brother's wife. Like, he is... <laughs> <laughs> he's a ama- I'm not kidding. He is a Coen Brothers character if there ever was one. It does kind of look like one, doesn't he? Huh. Hunter Biden, you don't say. Oh, yeah, look at him. Doesn't he just look no. like he's like he's in he's pushing fifty and he acts like a fucking kid. Like he joined the Naval Reserves at like forty five, got a dishonorable discharge for doing coke. Like he, <laughs> he's he's just been like nineteen his whole life. It's he's fascinating. This woman that you just see there, whatever her name is, Cohen, he like three days after meeting her, got a matching tattoo and a week later proposed and they were married. <laughs> like again, he's insane. <laughs> Oh, I'm assuming he's the younger brother. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. He look. I mean, they look like they could be related to the Trumps. He looks like a handsomer Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I can see that. They're all cut from the same fucking cloth. It's, in, it's incredible, though. It's all. It, it's crazy. And all I can say is if. If DNC tries to put Biden in, they're so fucked. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think no matter, I think if it isn't Bernie, Trump wins. So strangely, so the Snopes page is not um, opening. I sense some sort of interference. Uh, because the headline is, uh, did Hunter Biden divorce his wife for his deceased brother's widow? It's, it's and it's sounding really like, funny. yes, this is true. <laughs> He's ridiculous. He's a ridiculous human being. However, like I said, the Snopes page will not open at this time. (laughs) Well, Uh, they've heard us talking about Area 51. They're trying to. (laughs) They're cracking down. Apparently, it's something with Snopes. We can talk about aliens all we want. You bring up this Biden kid. We'll shut you down in a heartbeat. (laughs) 
your dozens of listeners <laughs> are, really, <laughs> are really a threat. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, no, the DNC's just going to fuck this up. And like, whatever. Again, again. Yeah. It's fine. It's what they do. Because they have to. Uh, uh, it's either that or they have to change, and they're unwilling to change because if they change, they're admitting that all their politics failure. It's their fault. It's your fault Trump got elected, and they can't do that because if they accept that blame, they have to actually change. They have to listen to what people really want and then, you know, you know take a pay cut. Do it. Which will never happen. Right. So <laughs> the most recent one I can find is uh... – just from June 12th, um, where apparently he did break up with... Well, here, let me start at the beginning. This is according to the Washington Post. <laughs> An article by Emily... Emily Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidence? I don't know. Hail Emily! Uh, presidential candidate Joe Biden's son, Hunter, recently married a Los Angeles woman, according to the bride's mother. Hunter surprised marriage to Melissa Cohen, who has South African roots... Once again, landed him in gossip columns and reinforced his reputation as an unpredictable character in father's <laughs> political narrative. He's incredible. TMZ in page six on Wednesday revealed the unexpected nuptials of 49-year-old Hunter, whose love life has previously been the subject of tabloid-worthy drama. In 2017, he divorced his wife of more than 20 years, Kathleen Biden, <laughs> after a messy split in which she accused him of blowing money on drugs and strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter has long lived in the shadows of his older brother, Bo who was Attorney General of Delaware, a military veteran, and encouraged to run for higher office. Hunter, an attorney, was discharged from the Navy in 2014 after failing a drug test. Following a battle with brain cancer, Bo died in 2015 at age 46, leaving his family devastated. His grieving father wrestled with whether to run for president in 2016, ultimately deciding to wait out the race. The former yeah. vice president has cited Bo as yeah. an inspiration for his 2020 bid. At the same time... Christ, that's Hunt like clapped and right in tears right, in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> At the, at, at the same time, Hunter's tumultuous personal life has played out in public. Following his divorce from Kathleen, with whom he has three daughters, the Biden family acknowledged he was dating Hallie Biden, Bo's widow and mother of Hunter's niece and nephew. <laughs> He's a lunatic. I love him. Joe and Jill Biden maintain a unified front with Hunter in light of questions about the unusual romance, <laughs> releasing a supportive statement to Page Six in 2017. We are all lucky that Heather and Holly have found each other as they are putting their lives together after such sadness. They have mine and Jill's full and complete support, and we are happy for them. No, oh, they don't. They're God. full of shit. What? <laughs> what intern wrote that? Uh... Yeah, so apparently they split, and then not long after, uh, he got married to some other crazy bitch. Yeah, he's just, he's amazing. He's an amazing um, So character. there's business dealings that have been uh, a little iffy. He'll, he'll have his own show on E soon enough. Oh, yeah. Bravo. We're going to run him for president. Yeah, so apparently he uh, he's, <laughs> had some, he's had some foreign business entanglements, uh, and there's been reports of more oh, substance yeah. abuse. Coke, oh, yeah. Coke deal's gone bad. <laughs> he's got a lot of money in Peru. Yeah. Uh, Yes, this guy's been up to some shit. Oh yeah, no, he's he's ridiculous. He's a ridiculous man. It's not even his real name. Like that's how much of a douchebag he is. He goes his middle name is Hunter and he's decided to go by it. I mean, what's, his, what's his first name? I think it's like William or something, it's something like so or Robert. It's something so simple. <laughs> something that like he could have been Bill or Bob Biden. Like it would have rolled right into it. Bo and Bill. Or Bo and Bob. Bo and Luke. Yeah. That would have been even better. 
I can't believe he didn't do oh, it. He's such yeah. an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's such a douchebag. I can't believe. Wait, so there's wait, there's a newer article, alleged love child debacle. It's <laughs> <laughs> June twentieth. He's, he's nonstop. Like, he's amazing. Like less than a month That's ago. Less than a month ago. After he marries a South secretly marries a South African <laughs> divorcee. It's like a Mad Libs going crazy. <laughs> he's 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 crazy. I cannot <laughs> Mad Libs going crazy. I, I, like I cannot to support enough information. July 1st. Joe Biden learned of Sun Hunter's affair from the New York Post. <laughs> Wait, will Biden Hunter Biden's antics affect China Joe in the polls? Wait, who, who, did, what is that article from? Creative, creative Destructive, Destructive Media. media. <laughs> who the wh- Wait, oh, I don't I don't understand the China Joe thing. I, I don't know. This is clearly China Joe. Was that some? Did Trump give him a nickname or something? Look it at seems this. Like I mean, look at the look at the caption. Fitful son, floppy senior, like whatever. <laughs> this is a clearly biased website. It's amazing though. I bet uh, it's was it Russian made? I mean, no. Just look at the look at the uh, tags on the right. website. Yeah, I see. It. Racism accusation is just a cover for irresponsibility. <laughs> Calls for investigate from one day ago. Calls for investigation into Biden's conflicts of interest with China. Why is Joe Biden not being investigated on his business dealings with China? How Joe Biden made his millions. I gotta look up. I gotta look up more at this website. Some of these Wait, ten hours yeah. ten hours ago from Fox News, Biden says if Trump challenges his mental state, he'll challenge him to a push up contest. <laughs> 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 this whole family, this whole family is ridiculous. I don't know if you've like ever read Game of Thrones, but they are literally the fucking Boltons, and and like the good son is dead, Bo right, is dead, right, right. so the bastard Ramsay is going to take over the whole family. <laughs> Just it's incredible, it dicks. Oh Christ! Oh my God, Joe Biden push-up contest. Oh God, I watch it. I fucking watch it. I watch it. Who? Watch it. Watching that fucking. He would Justice. win. Of course he oh, would. Of course he would. He'd win. kill him. Have you I bet seen Trump couldn't do one. That fat, <laughs> soft old man. I bet he could not do one push-up. It's amazing. I, I think it's one of the greatest. Con oh, we jobs. should make this. We should. We should. We should to really try and go with this. Because <laughs> I mean, we're in a we're in a an era where we can get through to the president. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We talk some shit on Twitter. We could talk and, some shit on Twitter. Right. And and say I. I bet the president of the United States cannot do one push-up, and he, uh, his ego will not let him not respond. He will totally videotape. He will himself. train for a couple and weeks. I can do the most push-ups. <laughs> I can do the best push-ups and the terrific. Push-ups. I'm willing to guarantee that, by that, running that. with that, we can also get OJ Simpson to do push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a new challenge. We, we have a fucking a push-up Twitter challenge. account. Let's let's put your brother to the make your brother earn his uh, pay. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't pay him anything, but right, yeah, right, I'll definitely right, put the right, word out. Right. <laughs> he has to challenge <laughs> I do every right. shitty person in this country. <laughs> right, right. I do it for To challenge up. the president. Yeah, start, start with the president start and then president. just start tagging other yeah. fuck-ups. Go yeah. with OJ. The real OJ. Megan McCain. <laughs> well, I bet you can't do a push-up either. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy. I can't wait for OJ's video. Which one? And he does a push-up. Oh yeah. All oh, right. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna tear through him. What the hell right. has he been doing in I jail? Hope, and I hope he's he's wearing like gloves that don't fit. Yes, gloves don't fit. A Buffalo Bills jersey. Uh, did you see that weird OJ video that I posted <laughs> from? I mean, it had to have been from the nineties. 
where he he was being interviewed and then jokingly came in with a knife afterwards. No. Yes. You didn't see <laughs> that? Yes. You, uh, did you see that? Yes, it's incredible. Dude, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. Oh, my it God. It is fucking nuts. He's just amazing. Uh, let me see because it's on so if you if listeners if you want to see the video I'm talking about it's actually posted on the Taking the Cynic Route Facebook page which is facebook.com slash cynic route podcast yeah <laughs> like uh, oh yeah they're stone, stone cold. cold but uh <laughs> there's the Thanksgiving with him carving white meat yeah. <laughs> the greatest that was actually ad ever I mean that is just it's like of all the fucking I, there's so many I don't believe like I don't think Mike Tyson ever raped anybody like a lot of it's those ninety yeah, crimes I, yeah. I don't think Snoop Dogg was ever a murder like but man oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> he's so guilty <laughs> no I didn't. <laughs> Oh, juice. Everybody loved him so much. OJ said to me that uh, he had a surprise for me, and I genuinely was surprised. I think it was his idea of a joke. And this is it. (laughs) 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 The big eyes right in the camera make it all. Holy shit. Dude, it's... Yeah, just do yourself a favor and go to the Taking the Cynic Route Facebook page, scroll down a couple, and find the OJ video of him talking to this reporter. What's this? T- it's from uh, Ricky Smith, who's the guy who posted it. Up. You got me started. Did you do it? <laughs> no, I didn't. You did it. My God. Nope. <laughs> did not do it. Nope. After we finished filming, OJ said to me that uh, he had a surprise for me, and I genuinely <laughs> was surprised. I think it was his idea of a joke. And this is it. She said, I think. <laughs> <laughs> So OJ opens the door and does like the psycho Thank you, Bruce. butcher knife uh, attack on this oh woman reporter, God. making the noise and everything with a stabbing motion. Oh, uh, it's so fucking her. funny. It's, it's very visual, but it's worth it's, it's worth a look. It's a winner. It's an absolute winner. I can't believe that's real. He is out of his fucking mind. No, it's incredible. Yeah, that's what people who murder people are. Do yeah, especially when you get away with it. Fucking nuts. I mean, that's gotta. It's gotta be all he thinks about when he's alone. Masturbating. Yeah, it has to be it. (laughs) Nice nice freeze frame. Jesus. Oh man. I mean, juice. Her head almost came off. That's not random violence. There's some passion behind that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, how about this little ditty? What this the is fuck fun. is this? Oh, fat, 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 hunger bitch. I didn't see this either. Fat, hunger bitch. That's a fat, hunger bitch. Ten, 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 twinkles on a teddy bitch. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is high quality. Fat hungry bitch. That's amazing. Uh, check that one out too. Yeah. It's almost that, as good as fried that, that chicken. That's it's also on our page. Yeah, it's on our page. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that's actually one of the last uh, <laughs> couple couple posts down. Yeah. A couple posts down on our Facebook page. You'll from, find it. From Chicken Dick. Yeah. Right. A couple posts down from chick, uh, Dick and Breast. Yeah. Uh, dick and Breast. Yeah. Dickin'. Taking shits like a hobo. <laughs> that was the best line. <laughs> My favorite line of the whole thing. Because I'm not quite sure what it means. <laughs> I know it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not quite sure what he's getting at. Oh. oh, man. Yeah, so... Almost two hours in. I'm I'm actually pretty impressed with... Uh, yeah. With how much we were able to, yeah. to get out there. Bullshit through. <laughs> we, right. we did With, pull this show square out of our ass. Right. The zero, uh, <laughs> zero prep, zero anything. Not that we really give it a lot of prep anyway. Right. But usually we'll have a list or somebody no. will bring something. See, that's idea. just that right. tomorrow af- by tomorrow afternoon, we'll all have seven topics in our head. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Wondering why we didn't bring them up. And then we'll forget them by next of course. Uh, broadcast. That's the nature of the beast. But that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Indeed we do. So any other, you guys, you guys uh, wanna wrap it up? You got mm-hmm. another topic to throw out there? Yeah, well, I, I think we're probably about gas. much, yeah. Something right. going on. Movies. So uh, I guess we should uh, tell well, you to please email us if you can. Yeah. Uh, email us topic ideas, you know, uh your thoughts on the show if you think we're a bunch of dumb fucks yeah and if uh, emailing's not your thing then we have every fucking platform right. we have twitter instagram facebook just go to the website taking the and that will point you to everything plus a backlog of how many episodes now what episode yeah, is this this, this will be episode there. 33 Jesus wow so insane. we're uh knocking it out of the park yeah. so a lot of useless rambling uh, mm-hmm. at your fingertips yeah, but what more could you want? Straight into your ear holes. Oh, there's some there's some great stuff on there. There's hours of fart sound effects. Mm-hmm. There so. is at least six thousand dick references. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, <laughs> that is a very conservative countless, estimate. <laughs> countless John rants. Right. So innumerable. Yeah. About anything. And but everything. And hopefully, you know, Guinea John will be back at some point. Whenever he's done In with theory. his Western journey. Mm-hmm. Right. Finding himself. Wagons East. In the woods. Yep. Wagons East. <laughs> but. <laughs> we had to slip in one more shit movie before One more John we Candy left. reference. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You go. got it. Ding, ding, ding. 
Oh, oh also check out the, we have a new merch page. So if you guys like what you're hearing, you want to buy a hat or yeah. a shirt or um, a coffee mug. Right. Yeah. For uh, now, as shitty as I think this show is, I think our merch is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a great design. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, come for the shit. And Stay even even if you don't like what you hear, it's a good design. So uh, you can uh, yeah feel free to spread that cynical word. Right. It makes people think. The last questions. It's an icebreaker. There you go. Where'd you get that cool coffee mug? <laughs> yeah. well, I'm glad you asked. See, there's this podcast. Right. When you throw it at your white trash wife. <laughs> Shit on my father's balls. <laughs> and with that, I guess we I think we're out. bid you all a fine farewell. Once again, they call me Bruce. I'm Jeff. And special thanks to Scott. Mm-hmm. I'll be back for more. Oh, I can't wait. We'll, we'll try and maybe we'll have some, some more uh, topics prepped. Or we can just talk Maybe. about movies for, yeah. you know, three it's hours. It's not like we can't work Bobcat, Goathwaite, and John Candy into more things. I guarantee you I can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. peace out. Out, Cub Scout. Adios. Taking the Cynic Route. A jaded podcast to guide you through the toilet bowl of humanity. Join Jeff. Bruce and Guinea John as we cover it all from history and politics. What if you abort the next, you know, Thomas Edison? Well, guess what? Thomas Edison was a fucking dick. The way I think about it is, you know, abortion kind of brings out the kid in you. <laughs> <laughs> Movies and pop culture. Uh, so apparently, purple-headed warriors from the Naked Gun two and a half. Yes, interesting. Spots. I wonder if Chris Davis, when he's fucking somebody, if he's like looking at <laughs> the wall <laughs> instead of looking at her eyes, you know, looks <laughs> like he hits. It goes for ass, ends up her mouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nature. If you presented me with the opportunity to piss on a bird, I would totally do it. I don't think you couldn't approach him. Like, birds don't let you that close. I mean, pigeons and shit do. Well, I suppose. Music and the arts. Jackson Pollock. Go f*** yourself. You can splatter all the paint. You That's literally what that is to me. <laughs> the remote. Rock, 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 Like a bunch of monkeys f***ing a football. That's all I see there. <laughs> Science and biology. When I take a dump at home, the toilet paper's f***ing like, like nothing's on it. Like f***ing nothing. But at work, I'm wrapping catcher's mitts f***ing seven, eight times, dude. Get your adult portion. Uncensored. At takingthecynicroute.com. Don't tell me those lobsters don't look like vaginas. 